Blog Talk Radio. expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Shelley. Good morning, Andre Henley. Good morning, Jelena. Good morning, everybody. My name is Jay King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. With me are my, is my co-host, Brother Reverend, Albert. M is for the way you mute. Me, you is for the undermine. I see. T is terrible. Extra trouble. And E is everything. Then any mute you burned before. And mute is all that I can get. From you, mute is more than just a game for two. Mute, take my phone and break it. Any way you mute it, mute, obey for me and you. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, everybody. Um, <clears throat> so Ali is the only one that was here. Simi shows up after after the motherfucking show starts. Good, good morning, John Beckman. Let him do his thing, though. I want to hear the woodpecker. No, I'm not doing the woodpecker. I, I would. I would. I thought I pressed the one on time. I pressed it twice. It just, it just didn't show up the first time. All right. So he you, just uh, let Simi do his intro, Pop, because that's all okay, he do. Simi can do his intro, and you can do the woodpecker. I got a, I'm looking for a something real quick. So go ahead and do it. Simi, Weston. Good. And welcome to the Kings in the Morning, and we're glad that you're here with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this ain't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end, that being said, stuff them down, roll them up, and pop them in. You're going to need all three, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Wednesday, August 9th, 2023, you're riding with the Kings. Hey, that's Simi Braxton. Then we, got, then we got big hands, fat hands, the mm-hmm. motherfucking oh, Twinkie fingers, Fred. Let me tell you, let 
Let me tell you how. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Get ready for the King Show. Buckle up. Get ready to ride. No, no, no. Where's Fred at? I'm here. on this board. Well, how are you on the board? Where are you? What number is yours? I'm here. I'm here. I'm on the board. Okay. You need to calm down. That's why that's why your dumb ass is on mute with his dumb ass. <laughs> Good morning. How come I hell what the hell? What's going on this morning? That's why your dumb ass is on mute with her dumb ass. Good morning, Val Sin Young. Good morning morning, Willie Zen. And um Smitchy Smurf gonna try to Smitchy Smurf, your ass gonna be on, on mute for the whole of this goddamn show. Good morning, Larry Brooks. Good morning, Adrian Lowe. Oh, damn. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> Why you mute me, Pop? You didn't like my woodpecker or something? I thought, no, no, I thought, at first I thought it was you. And then I, I realized, ain't fucking with Fred like that. Yeah, but I, 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 then I realized it's a goddamn snitchy smurf coming in here. Now, that's why your ass is on mute. So, um, so let me tell you guys, let me tell you what old dumb dumb here did. Dumb dumb being me. Um I I left um I left my phone at the office yesterday and um so I don't have a phone. So Ali might be happy and I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna see if I can play music um or not. Good morning, um um Dre Hines. Lord God, help me Jesus, help me Lord. <laughs> So I'm going to find out right now if I can play music or not because I'm working for my iPad and I had to find the plug for my iPad to to plug into the computer so that I can, so that um, Skype, you guys can hear it. Let me see if, um, let me see. Lord, please don't let the music play. (laughs) No music, Lord. It's working. <laughs> Thank God. Man, I, didn't, I ain't never Stop. been to so many cut. Stop what? I can still play music. All right, so I can still play music, so I like that. Um, don't I, let the I, music play. I don't want to hear Jay. So, let me just say this to you. You sound you sound better than you've ever sound over Snitchy Smurf's phone. Um but which means that I'm Snitchy on, Smurf will get. No, you're not. You're on Snitchy I'm Smurf calling. Snitchy Smurf has on. on. Okay. And now you're on speakerphone, and we can hear you. And that's why Snitchy he Smurf is in the bathroom. In the bathroom, he's wiping his ass with one of his fingers. Well, that's why. That's why Snitchy Smurf is on mute again, coming in with that bullshit. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, uh, you know, um, is Dale Bernie here? Good morning, 
Good morning, Jeff Carlin. Is Dale Bernie here? Because this is a story I think Dale Bernie should hear. I don't know. He probably ain't here. That nigga probably at the Kings game waiting for the, the players to come on the court. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why I want, I want Dale Bernie here is because I want him to hear about this pastor. Oh, Dale Bernie, good morning. He's here. A pastor who founded a halfway house is accused of abusing his authority and organizing a crime ring that stole at least $1.4 million from Home Depot. Robert Dale, <laughs> 30, 56, of St. Petersburg, coordinated a retail theft ring with family members and two others for, for, for years. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody said in an August 7 news release, the group stole merchandise from Home Depot in Florida and resold it on eBay account called Anointed Liquidator. Good morning, Jonathan. <laughs> Anointed Liquidator. The account has since been shut down. This pastor clearly skipped over the commandment, that shall not steal, Moody said. Dale is a pastor at the Rock Church in St. Petersburg, and runs a halfway house for those recovering from substance abuse. Dale demanded the crimes under threat of abuse and used the positions of being a pastor and founder of the halfway house to manipulate other vulnerable, vulnerable people to participate in the criminal scheme, according to the release. The two people not related to Dale stole most of the merchandise. Investigators said they're accused of stealing from five to six stores a day and delivering the merchandise to uh, Dale to be resold. Good morning, Christy Graham. Good morning, Vertical. To be resold um, uh, uh, to be resold online. Officials wow. have the ring stop listed from Home Depot locations in seven counties. Dale faces felony charges of conspiracy to commit <laughs> Dale, you going to jail. <laughs> you won't be making none of the King games this year, Dale Bernie. <laughs> His dumb ass is on mute because he can't help it. I'm in the middle of the goddamn story. Uh, he was also uh, he, um, dealing in stolen property, organized and racketeering. He was also charged with drug possession. According to records from Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, he's being held in a bond of $750,000. Dale's 39-year-old wife and 72-year-old mother were charged as co-conspirators and are being held on $250,000 each. A spokesperson from Moody's office said during the six-month investigation, officials documented at least $1.4 million in losses. Home Depot places the number at upwards of $5 million and suspects Dell's scheme had been ongoing for more than 10 years. Scott Glenn, Home Depot's vice president of asset protection, said in a statement from the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, 
Organized retail crime is a growing problem for retailers, and the Home Depot is fighting it on all fronts. We're proud to partner with the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services to work together to stop dangerous criminals from stealing from our stores. FDACS Commissioner Wilton Simpson expressed pride for the investigators who helped with the case. This operation sent a clear message that Florida is relentless in our pursuit of justice and will not tolerate this criminal activity, especially from a goddamn preacher. Uh, And I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you who they are, him and his whole family. There they go right there. And let me show you Dale. There he is. He's all the way. uh, There there they go. Look at him. Yeah. There you go. You see him, John Beckman? Mm -hmm. Uh, Dale Bernie said, Jay, I stole a wiffle ball when I was eight from Mike's Northgate Market. My dad whooped my butt in the parking lot, gave me money to pay for the ball, and then made me give the ball back to my brother Keith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that wasn't Dale Bernie because his wife ain't 37. No, 39. 39. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a hell of a story, Jay. You had us all fooled. We thought it was Dale Bernie. Uh, you didn't think we uh, we are five fingers faithful out the trunk seven days a week. Get slick with us at not so annoying liquidators. Yeah, that uh, that's about it. That's about what it was. Uh, six. So lavish. I just want to let you know that our brother Marcus is with us, and um, he's waiting in the queue. Thank you. Oh, we uh, put that motherfucker on mute. You don't be telling nobody who's on the board. We know we can see the goddamn board. <laughs> Good morning, Kevin. Um, Marcus needs to learn how to. He needs to press the number one, like every motherfucker body else. Don't nobody. I don't care if he was on the board. He needs to press the one. Yeah, goddamn it. Who the fuck is you, the motherfucking kings in the morning police, nigga? Sit your fuck ass down. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. You know, right now, on um, on, on <laughs> right now on uh, on Facebook, they uh, there's a live that that's going around saying, "Hey, Kia, um, uh, good morning to you. Uh, hey, Jay, this is hilarious. I'm in, I'm in my uh, what?" He said, let me find. I'm in the middle of my live broadcast, and Marcus Atwood is texting me to let you know he's on live. Uh, I, I got him now, but I'm going to tell you what happened. Marcus, no, Marcus forgot to press that goddamn one. <laughs> nigga, don't, nigga don't press the one, nigga don't get in over here. That's what Marcus happens to Marcus. He gets the, he get money off a station, and he forget how to clock into the station. That's how them niggas do, Jay. They get paid and, and then forget. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a thing going around that says um, the, the folding chair was invented by a black man in 1911 
on July 7th, <laughs> which isn't true. Uh, the folding chair was invented in 1855 by John, well, by John Crown. But uh, I'm glad y'all ain't cussing me out. Marcus, you wrong for this. <laughs> uh, uh, so Marcus wanted to join us, you guys, to tell us about little Marcus, his son, who, uh, you know, we, we've contributed to Marcus, and, and we will continue to. But Marcus just uh, competed uh, in, a, in a competition. And so uh, Marcus Atwood, the, the father, is with us. Marcus, how you doing, sir? Uh, good morning. Good morning, uh, Kings in the morning. Hey, let me tell y'all something before Marcus gets Good morning. Ben Marcus, you sound muffled, Marcus. Mark. No, he doesn't. Mark sounds fine. Me and Marcus kind of got into it when we first met because I say nigga all the time, right? And, and Marcus was like, hey, man, you know, come Mark, he, he got this kind of, you know, voice right here. Now, I don't. I don't appreciate you calling me the N word. I said, nigga, I don't say the I don't say the N word. I say nigga. You wouldn't say it in front of them people, you know. I said I say nigga in front of anybody I want to say nigga in front of. And so Marcus, <laughs> I think Marcus figured that out that this nigga really be saying nigga all the time. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, <laughs> good morning, Marcus. Good morning. <laughs> So tell us about what tell us what happened with, with Lil Marcus. Okay, okay. So this past weekend, um, my son had a competition, but he found out about it late. And so by him finding out about it late, I already had a pre-existing commitment, which was to go to Vallejo and support Orlando Graham and the Boys and Girls Empowerment Group. Um, they had a backpack giveaway at North Vallejo. Community Center, uh, North Little Park. So um, I already had that pre-existing commitment, so I went there. However, my son is still here to go uh, compete in Little Peters. He went with his mom, his grandmother, and his, uh, his little sister. And so in the competition, he participated in two competitions, which was street competition. He placed second. And in Park Mini, which is the bowls, he placed third place in the uh, competition in Little Peters, California. Hey, Marcus, you need some tea or something, man, to clear your throat up or something, man. You get you some hot tea, man. My throat been raspy like this for years. You must have had those. Don't sound like you had no tea ever in your life, my brother. Now, now this is this is from back in the day, smoking all them Garcia Vegas, them blunt. Yeah. Um, Mar- so um, Kim Williams. Kim Williams said Marcus just had an all white party. He didn't invite me though. I'm only good enough to send messages for him to Jay. <laughs> he away on the East Coast. Yeah, you wasn't coming. All she wanted was an invitation. Start sending her invitations to everything now. Inundate okay. her with invitations. Hey, I'm a flutter with invitations now. Who invented the folding chair? 
There are many names associated with the creation of folding chairs. However, credit for this invention goes to four individuals from four different annals of history. Their combined labor creates the blueprint for our modern folding chairs. John Cram is arguably the first folding chair inventor, although there are a few other names. In 1855, he created an armless chair that resembles the modern folding chair. Everybody put yourself on mute, please. Put yourself on mute if you're not talking. In, in his patent filings, John Cram mentions an earlier patent by J. Middleton. Unfortunately, there are no records of any patent before the year 1855. There's no evidence to show the related work of an inventor by that name. Cram's patent is recognized globally as the earliest patent related to the history of the folding chair. After John, numerous patents for other folding chairs were filed. These patents feature various styles and modifications of the folding chair. Nathaniel Alexander, um, a black man who invented the folding chair when he was folding and, uh, and when was the folding chair invented? What will be your response? You will respond with Nathaniel Alexander in 1911. Nathaniel is by far the most popular among all the folding chair inventors, and for good reason. Nathaniel Alexander's folding chair uses Cram's design as a template for a superior version. This version is more convenient and valuable. In his patent, Alexander states that his creation will be used in churches and other auditoriums. His design includes a thinner chair with arms and a noticeable backrest. This backrest functions as a desk or shelf for the person behind it. The Nathaniel Alexander folding chair have features that are suitable for church. It is very practical for the choir and congregation to rest their music, um, their music sheets and prayer book. In 1931, Philip Harrison, um, and so this is Nathaniel's, this is Nathaniel's uh, right there. That's the folding chair that Nathaniel uh, made. And, you you know, you see him in church and stuff. So that's, that's his folding chair. Um, Philip E.G. Harrison in 1931 created what we know today as the party chair. Harrison's design is very similar to today's modern folding chairs. Uh, it features a metal frame, fabric seat, fabric back, and pivot, making the chair foldable um, like every great invention. This new folding chair had a drawback. Although ingenious, Harrison's design was complex and therefore not suitable for mass production. The problem would plague the furniture industry for years until Frederick Arnold improved the design. And um, and then and several years later, this is what Frederick, this is what Frederick came up with. So, um, you know, the, the, the folding chair become very popular. Uh, I was going to, I was going to post an iconic photo of um, Malcolm X when he's peeking out the window with the uh, with the automatic weapon, 
But I, uh, but somebody has a picture with him with a folding chair. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Uh, you know, a lot of people wanted to make this a racial thing, but what it was was an arrogant thing. This guy had 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 other run-ins. The white guy, uh, he was parking. You know, he parked his boat in a place where it shouldn't have been parked. And um, and they told him to move it, and he didn't want to move. So it had nothing to do with him being black. It had something to do with this guy being arrogant, and it, it probably would have happened with a white guy too. It just wouldn't have made the news because, you know, what we want to put in the news is anything that will separate white from black or Asian from from black or you know whatever whatever we can do and 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 I don't know why we don't see the um the agenda is to keep us separated and um and then and we 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 fall for the banana and the tailpipe we really are good well you know Jay King a lot of these people that are arrogant like that they get real arrogant when they see that there's a black person on shift or at work that day and they really get arrogant when they park a boat where they see a black security guard. They say, fuck this nigga. He, he don't know nothing anyway. So, yeah, he had other run-ins, but they really have a run-in when they get over there where the black folk is on duty today. Well, no, you, you, again, you, you know, so let me tell you what you're doing. You're doing what we no, call I'm just conjecture. Letting, I'm just telling you the truth. No, no. I know this to be true. Here. No, you don't know that. You don't know nothing because you wasn't there, and you. Make well, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, no, I, I just spoke in general, though. I didn't. Speak. Yeah, no. You what you said is what you thought. What, what you thought happened. That's why your dumbass is on mute because I'm not going to let you make up shit. You know, that's that's how you know we automatically make it a racial thing. And I got to be honest with you, I understand why we do it. We're so used to segregation that we segregate ourselves. Don't nobody segregate black people like black people. We 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 automatically. Um, um, Jana Marie said, "I don't think five people would have jumped one white boy. Um, if the white boy was, if the one white boy was whooping their friend, they would have jumped on him like they jumped on anybody else. But I know why. You, but you know, I know that you are. Uh, I know about your racism, Jana Marie. So good morning, um, um, Josephine. First. Since you let uh, Jenna Marie uh, talk, can I say something? Since you let Jenna Marie say something, yeah, you can die. Because I I never said nothing about the incident when I was just talking before you muted me, Jay. I was talking in general about how these arrogant people go to places yeah, but, where there's black I, folks on I, duty and I, they I, act I, up. I was, period. I was talking. I was talking specifically about the incident. And so that's why your ass is on mute, because you're changing my shit. And, but, but I'm not... You that's know, all right. You don't, you don't want to have a conversation. You, I see what you're doing today. It's, it's all J. King. Well, don't worry about it. I'm sitting right here when you need me. <laughs> I love it. Today yes, is Wednesday, August 2023. Uh, the, the daily word is devotion. Uh, Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the, the word of the day. Oh, and we're going to get on today. It's Wednesday. And um, nobody said you were a villain, Janet Marie. 
<laughs> Nobody called you a villain. <laughs> I said you were. I said I see your racism. Your your race. You put your racism on display here often. Is what I said. Um, <clears throat> I am devoted to God. Of all the people, places, and things that fill my life, I feel especially blessed to put God first. I begin each day in prayerful communion, pouring out the concerns of my heart and listening for guidance. As I go through the day, I notice blessings all around me. Each encounter, every kind word and thoughtful act is a way to feel the divine in action, expressing through the people I meet. As the day winds down, I release the concerns and activity of the day with prayers of gratitude for all that went well and forgiveness and acceptance for that which troubled me. I prepare for restful sleep, secure in the love of God, and grateful for my place in the world. Today's Bible verse is 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word? OG, the word today is Massa, spelled M-A-S-S-A. And the definition for Massa is short, light-skinned, 61, J. King. Now, let me see if I can use that in a sentence. If you don't do what Massa say on Kings in the Morning, you will be put on mute. Massa. Jay. Yes, yes, sir. Jay, oh, let me just say, too, uh, the Kings in the Morning uh, logo will be coming out on the next set of uh, orders that's being pressed up right now, too. So going forward, it will, on every order uh, that gets ordered, like I got some orders that's getting ready to go in uh, this week, uh, Kings in the Morning stamp will be on the hood of the hoodie. I need, I, I need, I need, a, I need to order two of them. Okay. Okay. I need a black one. Okay. And what other color? What other color do you have? You got black, uh, white. I have to see if they got uh, the size because white has been funny, but black, uh, red, uh, blue, um, gray, uh, Give me a lavender. Black. I want a huh? black one and a gray one. Black and gray. Okay. Okay. Do you have Do you have a Do you have four The spread, big spread. Um, I have to check and see, and I can spread. I'm gonna uh, take my number, Fred. Okay, hold on, brother. I'm getting a pen right now. Just, just a second. Yeah, you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to do a short sleeve sweatsuit for him because his hands is too big to fit through the sleeves. Uh, whatever. Okay, okay, business time. I'm ready. Okay, nine one nine one six. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm sorry. After the two seven one, I missed everything else. Forty two twenty five. Jay, will you be quiet and let the man give me the number? The nigga is illiterate, Marcus. You got to go slow. I got it. I got it. I got the number. I got the number. Shut up, Jay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm a mute. Okay. You, and Donald, you and Donald Trump. You and Donald Trump with the little baby teeth. 
You and Daryl told man. They got little baby PT, so they gotta make it up someplace else and they voice and how they so, act out. So Jay. So Jay, yeah. for the two hoodies it'll just it'll just be one thirty for the two hoodies. No, 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 no. I want full sweatsuits. It's gonna be so two hundred. Yeah, two hundred. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'll put I'll what? put in your cash app. Okay. And your size, they both for you. What, yeah. was your, what was your size again? A medium bottom, a large top. Okay. I'll write it down. All right. That's because he think he yoked. He think he 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 he, uh, he, he build up top, you know. He got wings. Fred, shut your ass up, Fred. Now, you know what? I, I know a Fred. Listen, Fred is still upset. About the little baby pee pee thing, and um, Brent, I wasn't talking about Donald Trump. I said Donald Trump was a big dude, with, and he had a little baby pee pee because of his stomach. I wasn't talking about you. I apologize. If you have a little baby pee pee, it's probably because of your stomach. And if you lose weight, it'll probably come back out. That's how that works. The, the pee pee hide in the stomach <laughs> until it's weight is gone. Lose that stomach. It'll come out. <laughs> That's where yeah. the pee-pee is all about. I want a bigger pee-pee. Lose the stomach now. I want a bigger pee-pee. Oh, my God. Wow. You see this shit? <laughs> you know, you know you I told you. I, just, I, wasn't talking, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about Donald Trump. You made it about you. I was talking about Donald Trump, little baby pee-pee. You said, I, I got a great stomach. I ain't talking about my, I wasn't talking about your pee-pee. I was talking about Donald Trump. But, Mute it. but then you, Mute it. You, kind of, you kind of told on yourself. Mute it. I ain't told you nothing on myself. You did. You told on yourself when you started arguing. You see what Big Charles did? Big Charles started laughing like a Big Charles started laughing like a so said, now only did the nigga, yeah. Jay, the nigga got big hands. He ain't got no teeth, and he ain't got no pee pee. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. It's not that he don't. have a big heart. No, what it is is when you when you get big. Some guys when they get big. Um, John Beckman said, "So it's Fred Petit." <laughs> Whatever. I'm good. <laughs> no, no. I think you know. You know when you get a, when you get a stomach, your your pee pee go in the stomach. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like no. It's just like if a if a lady if a lady let's get off on it. They get off on it. They get off on me. I just think they, I, they, they they invited me to the show. They, they they invited me to the show where they could have something to laugh at. It, it really behooves me. I'm Fred, Fred, you're the star of the show, Fred. Oh, Fred. Fred is not against you. If a lady gets too big, she'll get a booty cooch. And what a booty cooch mm-hmm. is is when the booty, when the 
when the coochie start going close to where the booty is because the stomach <laughs> is moving the coochie. <laughs> Get out here. Let me go outside where I cuss all y'all asses out. Tell me, Lord. Oh, my God. It's okay. It's okay. Let me get outside. Step outside. Yeah, step outside. Hold on. My God. Let me tell you a bunch of queers. A bunch of queers that sit around and talk about dicks and booties. You know, I mean, I know what this is all about. You're only doing what you think about all day and all night. You come in there with these cockamamie ass stories and shit like that. You think I'm going to be the end of your butt or your jokes and shit like that. Jay, you can kiss my ass. I ain't calling no more. You find somebody else to make a, a, a damn spectacle out of it, motherfucker. Noted. You, you stay out of it because he's going to fire your ass. You better stay out of it. Well, he already said Queen's got booty booty cooch. That's horrible, too, and deduction. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they talk about sure. people that's dead, old, people that's laying there on the dying bed. You didn't heard how they get down. Yeah. Right. They, ran, they ran that other guy off That other guy I don't forget his name The one who used the big, the big word You can get off too, nigga <laughs> Fred, I apologize I apologize I No, you no Listen, man You piss me off when you say you apologize Because you're full of shit <laughs> oh, no, damn well, you got the talk. devil in his butt <laughs> Don't you better stay out of this? You're gonna get fired. You okay. stay out of this, Snookum. I'm telling I, I you, you gonna fuck okay. around and lose your job. You leave okay. that alone. You're right. Crazy. You're right. Nobody's getting fired. He hit women to slap the shit out of you. I'm gonna kick him in his kneecap. He's gonna strike me. Buy another limo. If you apologize, buy another limo and uh, 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 give me the goddamn remote to the garage, nigga. If you if you really sincere. Do that, and when I come to town, me and Ali will drive you around and pick up your guests and take you to the fucking radio store, radio station. I'm not fucking with you, nigga. You on your if own, I, Fred. Fred, if I bought a car, it would it would probably be a Navigator. We because the Navigator, I like it. It's, um, I we we had it for the um for our show in Reno. It's a beautiful car. It's big. It's nice and it's yeah. luxurious. Wow. So I'm, I might, I think I might get an Abbey. Think about it, Jay. You know, you're, you're still be careful. A lot of they have electrical problems. problems. No, you shut the fuck up. I'm driving the motherfucker, nigga. <laughs> I think that's a good damn good idea, Jay. That's a damn good idea. You got a lot going on. You, you're running around. You got this to do. You got. I could take you down to see your dad. And go and do all that kind of stuff, and uh, pick you up at the airport, and pick your guests up, and I'll do, I'll do, man, I, I learn, I'll do right this time, I swear I will. All right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Like you asking for a second chance. You fucking right, dumbass. Yeah, he's trying to be L to bars. <laughs> Another chance, baby, because I'm gonna blow your mind. No, you know what? I wrote a song called One More Chance for Club Nouveau. Oh, I geez. think it was one of Listen to this. 
Dang, I can't hear shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was wondering what we listened to. Can't hear that. So y'all can't hold it. Y'all can't hear? No. No, we can't no, hear that. No. Zip out. And nigga, and you had me on mute, nigga. I couldn't keep even fill in the radio show with some <laughs> shit because your shit ain't playing. These niggas ain't even talking. It, it was playing, but they can't even hear it. That's interesting to me. Well, Michael, Michael Minor George sure here, right? So they could hear it. They couldn't hear it. Um, that you guys can't hear it online. He got an automatic mute for me when he played music. Christy Graham says, I hear it, and I know it well because Mr. Meany sends that song to me every morning. Um, I don't send no nothing to you every morning. Lady, stop lying on me. So they could hear it, but you guys can't hear it on. Um, good morning, Janice. I'm Janice Booker. You guys can't hear it on Kings of the Morning. Right. So exactly. The, but the rest and then you got an automatic <laughs> mute for me when you do that. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, you know why I have an automatic mute for you? No, I don't. Um, because because. Because of your attitude. I mean, I know, but wasn't nobody talking when the when the music wasn't playing, Jay? And I knew it wasn't playing, and I would have filled in the radio slot, see? But you got these amateurs no, on here, wasn't. these crickets. No, you can't. No, because then you start talking. I don't want you talking. Well, why not? Oh, we don't I need a moment you. of silence. We got folks listening to us online. Hold on. Let me see something. Let me see something. Let me you got callers way. listening. You got to satisfy the whole audience, J. King. He over there fucking with buttons and shit, messing up the whole show. I told you, he don't give a damn about us on the phone. It's only the people on his video. (laughs) He don't care if we don't hear the song at all. You see how he did us? And as long as they can hear it, as long as they can hear it, we ain't shit on the phone. You know. Oh. All I heard was muted. That's it. Right. He muted you too, Johnny. He muted us. Yeah. He don't know how to work. Oh show. damn! I muted everybody. Yeah, J. King, you's a cold piece of work, man. He put, he put us in a bubble. He put us in a bubble. Oh, J. King. I can't believe you, you Jay. Noticed, I really can't. Have you guys noticed that there hasn't been a lot of arguing on the show? Like no, a, we a haven't of... noticed anything. It sounds like you're trying to start an argument. That's what it sounds like <laughs> when you're just dogging us out like that. Exactly. Quit your whining, Alisa. See, Graham said, speak for yourself, mister. You see, you only reading the white. See, he shut down all the niggas and started reading the white folk comments. 
He really is a master. Thank you. Um, I want you guys to know, if you hang around Kanye West, there might be a little stench. He might be a little stenchy. Kanye West has been parading around in his trademark mask in heavy layers in the summer heat. But sources spilled it messing with his hygiene, and the stink is a serious turnoff for his new wife. He wears these outfits partly because he genuinely believes they showcase his fashion genius and forward thinking, also to cover him having gained a little weight. Another source added, it's a serious stench. When the layers come off and he's dripping in sweat, head to toe, especially as he's not big on showering, and poor Bianca's nostrils are on the receiving end. The funky Yeezy mogul, 46, was recently seen in Italy covered in a head wrap, a double layer of shirts, loose pants, and tight spandex wrap. He's got to be cooking under those layers, said another source. His body odor is something awful since he rarely uses deodorant. Sources feel that the musician and his new wife have been tight since their wedding was revealed in January, but things are getting too pungent for her. In the beginning, Kanye's mood of dressing was an enigma. Now it just stinks, a source told the National Enquirer, who added West's ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, didn't like it either. Kim got used to the smell, but only after years of torture. As RadarOnline.com previously reported, aside from his hygiene issue, West has serious issues at the moment with his presidential campaign. As we first reported, West's own campaign committee treasurer and attorney have notified the Fed and the Federal Election Commission about concerns with Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, West hired Yiannopoulos to be his campaign manager, but there are questions on whether the foreign national had the proper immigration paperwork. He's a foreign national, committee counsel Bruce Fein told the RadarOnline.com. You cannot take any services from a foreign national. It's a criminal violation, not civil, a criminal violation. It's a felony. It's not a minor offense. This is an obscure provision in the election law. The only thing I can say is that the matter is under investigation. So let me ask you a question, and I want you guys to be honest. Um, um, has anybody ever told you? Have has any? I mean, so would you tell your significant other or somebody you're dating that they got a body odor problem? Would you, Ali, tell your uh, your lady, hey, you know, you you know you you stink, your cat stink, you know you you know you you funky than a fish? What would you say? Well, you know, J. King, I tell girls that ain't my girlfriend. They shit stink, because, you know, I got a nose on me, man, and I can sniff them, and I say, oh, my God, baby girl, you got to go take a bath or something wrong with you. Your coochie smell like rhinoceroses and gumbo fish. <laughs> gumbo fish. Wow. Fred, Fred, would you tell somebody if they, if they were stinking up the joint? Absolutely. Most definitely. Absolutely. You know, just like you said, that you didn't understand people in their breath. Did you smell my breath when I was in your vehicle the other day? No, because I, I use a mouthwash 
that is specifically for brushing your tub. People don't know how to brush their tub. People, nobody never tells them, okay? You have to well, brush I'll your brush tub. My- you can brush your teeth all day. You can Who doesn't brush their t- tongue when they brush their teeth? Jay, young folk, man, you know what? You need to get off your little high heart. A lot of people don't even brush their teeth, man. They're too busy working, and just nobody never told them about that teeth. So why I, why am I on a high horse? Because I said, who doesn't? Who was that making that noise? Because who who else is? And so Fred, why aren't you calling on your own line? I did call in on my own line, Jay. No, you're not. You're on Snitchy Smurfs line. And he got background noise when he talked. That's why his ass is on mute. Don't want to hear all that goddamn background noise. Shit. Did you mute, you muted him with Snitchy first Smurfs phone? I, I, yeah, I, I muted Snitchy first. Then when you, when no you get two for one, Jay, when you get two for one, you got to say, booyah. <laughs> Um, let me read. John Beckman said, Jeff Carlin, a breath mint, if his breath smells like shit, that needs to be plugged. Christy Graham said, I think people forget when we were home during COVID um, for so long, they decided to get back in the open world and say, F it. Um, Christy Graham, when I was at home, I was taking a motherfucking shower and putting some goddamn deodorant and cologne on. Shit. That's right, um, lathers. Get them, bladders. <laughs> uh, Jeff Carlin said, Kevin used, used to come to me sometimes and start talking, and it was like Obi-Wan Kenobi blast on my ass. I jumped back five feet. Um, I don't um, – I don't uh, – I, I think anybody around me – well, let me see. I think Vernical said something about he was thinking. I want to read what he said about his thinking. <laughs> 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 vertical, huh? Dang! Don't say that about yourself, vertical. Don't say something about his thinking that I want to see. It's on his thinking. I just quit dating a guy because of him not knowing that he had a bit of a bump <laughs> with his breath Woo! and body. So I dated him five months, but never was physical with him. And so that means for five months you endured that funky shit. I mean, it's you. But I don't think anybody is going to ever tell you that they that they smell my breath stinking or me. I, 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 um, um, you know, he said smoking. He was smoking. He didn't know. Yeah, y'all, if, if you smoke cigarettes, I can't. You can't even hug on me. I don't like that. Hey, hey, ain't it? Ain't it crazy though? The people that's got fucked up breath be the ones that be always in your face. Like fuck! Don't you smell your shit? I smell your shit. When you see people like that, they just be crying out. You know, they want you to tell them, "Hey, man, your breath stinks." They want somebody else to tell them, man, that they care about them. Hey, when you can smell somebody's breath and their mouth is closed, it's called halitosis. I um, I had a guy work with me. A guy That's worked bad. at my office. Um, and I um, 
did, did his breath stink so bad? I just put out a mint, and he was like, no. I said, no, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see, see, J. King like niggas working around Ronnie with bad breath. He like to keep two or three of them kind of niggas with him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 fat boy said five months he stank on purpose because you didn't give him none. <laughs> Houston, yeah. Houston's Marconi Tony is beaten up by a father who accused him of trying to inappropriately touch his daughter with a feather at a gallery or mall. This is the moment a local Houston legend dubbed Marconi Tony is beaten to a pulp by a father who accused him of inappropriately touching his daughter. Footage of seventy-three brawling. Okay, um, see, I'm gonna teach. We're gonna teach you already. See, he gotta learn, Ali. That's why his ass is on mute. Don't you? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Mark is gonna get. Mark has got his first mute on Kings in the morning. This is a moment a local Houston <laughs> legend does. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna tell you what's. Let me tell you what else is getting ready to happen, y'all. Because these motherfuckers don't even. They don't believe that the mute button is real. This motherfucker is real. That's why your dumbass don't mute too, Ali. You see me right reading this goddamn story. I'm reading the goddamn story, and these motherfuckers want to go, want want to interrupt. This is the moment a local Houston legend dubbed Marconi Tony is beaten to a pulp by a father who accused him of inappropriately touching his daughter. Footage shows the 73-year-old brawling with the dad in the city's Galleria Mall following claims he tried to touch the girls with the feather. The sisters, aged 18 and 13, alleged he tried to spank their bottom and face with the prop during a bizarre exchange on Saturday night. It is believed to have caused a dramatic reaction from their father who left the street performer with a bloodied and bruised face after the beating. Marconi Tony, who was known for walking around in over-the-top suits at the mall, has since denied the allegations against him and argued there was a damn lie. Um, Carnesha Jackson, 18, claims she walked past him with her father and sister. He tried to touch her bottom with the feather and then stuck his tongue out. She told Fox 26 that he then put the same prop in her 13-year-old sister's face before messaging their father, who left in the action. Jackson recounted his experience in an interview with Isaiah uh, Carey, the Isaiah Factor uncensored host. She claimed Marconi Tony tried to touch her behind with a feather before he jumped out his way into the um, out out his way in the food court. Then she alleged Tony tried to touch her 13-year-old sister with the feather. She told him not to touch her. She claimed Tony walked away first but kept staring at them. That's when Jackson said she texted her father, who was also at the Galleria shopping with her 10-year-old brother. Um, my dad, like, pointed at his head, and he was like, don't you touch my kids. Don't you touch my kids. Jackson said that although the beginning of the incident was not caught on camera, many people witnessed the events that led to the fight. According to Jackson, Tony threw the first punch and put her father in a headlock uh, where he was unable to defend himself. And I guess he's like, he's got rings on his fingers. I don't know 
what made him cut my dad's eye, she said, I started seeing blood. I just started punching the man because he was choking my dad from behind. That is when she interfered and started punching him. But Tony said the family initiated the fight and had denied touching anyone with the feather. Um, Jackson, who said her parents are overprotective, admitted that Tony did not actually touch her butt, but he tried to. He did not touch me. He did not. He tried to. And I said, "Uh uh-uh, and moved like he had that feather, like he was trying to spank me, Jackson said. Photos show Marconi Tony's face, now battered and bruised, and response he shared on social media. It is not clear what type of injuries Tony sustained from the assault, but the photo shows a swollen, bruised face and black eye. Marconi Tony shot back at the claims, arguing their damn lie. He said, a big girl and a little girl walk by, and I'm wa- I just wave. I'm waving. I'm feathering myself, and they walk by. They're 15 feet away. When they look back like this right here, and that's it. The whole thing has been blown out of proportion. Me touching somebody like that with a feather is a damn lie. Tony Marconi, who was sporting a flashy yellow fit in the video, has filed a complaint with the Houston police. Then it's under investigation. So let me guys, let me show you guys Marconi Tony. There's Marconi Tony right there. Um, and then um, here's Marconi Tony right there. You guys see Marconi Tony. Right here. Um, and then here is um, Marconi Tony right there. And you see Marconi Tony laying on the ground. And then here's Marconi Tony right here. You see him getting jumped by the little girls. Uh, and then here's Marconi Tony uh, right here. And you see the action with Marconi Tony on the ground and everybody beating on him, the daddy, the girls, they beating on him. And then here's Marconi Tony afterwards. That's Marconi Tony after the whole thing. No, they're not helping people up, um, monkey, not helping nobody up. So... We live in a world now, you know, people like Marconi Tony that have been that have been in the mall and they, you know, they, they do these antics. They've done them for a long time, and um, but we can't, you know, you can't play. You can't play um, with people. You can't play with people's kids. You can't say nothing. You know, there was a time when if you did something, um. When you, you when you did something bad in the neighborhood or somewhere, somebody somebody's parent. Good morning, Daphne. Somebody's parent could whoop you and send you home. And then call we were your just talking about say, that the other day, Jay. <laughs> you know, say, you know, I, you know, um, Jay was out here acting up. I popped his ass and sent him home. And so by the time by the time you you, you know if you did something. Like all the way down to Johnny Davis's house, and Johnny Davis' mom popped your ass. Everybody on the block knew, cause she they called everybody, yeah. and, and everybody would walk out the house and look at you, and and a few of them would pop your ass too. And by the time you get home, your mom and dad will be waiting in the front yard, and that's where you're gonna get your ass tore. But there was a community <laughs> That's what it used to be. Good morning, Hannah. 
That's what it used to be. And because it was like that, you had to stay in line to some degree. You know, then you had those one, you had those bad kids that, um, that like people Leland. told you to stay away Leland, Like Mark, Leland. Stay away, stay away from him. Your dad, stay away from that, stay away from Leland. If I catch you up with him, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> right? So you couldn't hang out with Leland Hart. Um, you couldn't hang out, you know, uh, um, um, it wasn't um, Bobby Harris. What was what were they named? Um, was it the Harris Boys? The, the, um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. And they were right down the street too. And my dad choked one of them to death down there. Oh, the um, Taylors. Taylors. Bobby. Bobby Taylor. That's right. My dad say, stay away from them Taylor boys. Because I don't want to kill one, and um, and Bobby Taylor, one day, came into my my dad and Fred and Rufus, um, all those guys, um, were in front of my in front of the house by my by my dad's um his uh, uh pickup truck, and they was all laughing, talking to all the cowboys, and um, and he called them old old timers. And my dad said, you see an old timer, you slap him. And Bobby Taylor came in our yard. He said, what did you say, old man? He said, you heard me. You see an old timer, you slap him. And Bobby Taylor went to do something. My dad grabbed Bobby Taylor by his throat <laughs> and took him all the way down to the ground. And nobody, Fred, none of them could get my dad to let him go. It took my mom to come out there and say, done. Get your hands from around that boy's neck before you kill him. And uh, and if my mom hadn't have made, hadn't have done that, uh, Bobby Taylor wouldn't have, wouldn't have made it as long as he made it. Um, nobody, uh, uh, you know, it just it was a time. And Terrence, you're right. Those days, you, you know, um, the, you know, there was kids you couldn't hang out with. Milton Jackson couldn't hang out with Milton Jackson because Milton Jackson was going to cut school. Oh. Uh, Michael Nader Jordan said Leland got knocked out cold at the Robinson Center trying to be a boxer. Um, what was Leland's <laughs> brother's name? Rod. He had a brother named Rod. Yeah. Rod was yeah, but um, and then Leland ended up being man. Even Leland ended up being a good friend. Mm. Um, um, Lee Fletcher said we had one Baron Jones. He's still in cigarettes at ten. He was always getting, um, getting block ass whooping. <laughs> Milton Jackson and white white boy Mike. Do you remember white boy Mike? White boy Mike and Milton Jackson uh, would go to. So look at this is how inappropriate and uh, politically incorrect we were back in those days. Uh, Milton Jackson. And white boy Mike would go to the Chinese market. Uh, what do we call the Chinese market before we called it Abdullah? Mm, the Chinese. We called it, it the Chinaman's Chinaman's market. We called it Chinaman's market. That's how inappropriate we were. And then when the when the Pakistan when the Pakistanis brought it, we called it Abdullah. But 
a white boy Mike and Milton Jackson would go into the China into the Chinese market and steal candy, and then come to school and charge us for it. <laughs> True story. True story. Wow. Um, Daphne said, I'm 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 scared of these new jacks. They have no regard for life. I think it was Mike Kearns. But if it was Mike Kearns, we called him White Boy Mike. It might have been Mike Kearns. But you know, him and Milton Jackson hung out together. Um a lottery ticket. Sold in Florida, one Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing for $1.58 billion. This will seem obvious, but in order to win the lottery, you have to turn in the ticket. And you'd be surprised how often players don't do that. Since the lottery's inception, dozens of winners have failed to claim their prizes with some still unaware that they fumbled millions of dollars. So, um, if, you know, I don't buy lottery tickets, but if I did, I don't think I'd be one of those people who didn't turn in their ticket. I turned mine um, in. I won $4. You know, I mean, I, I think I, I would have always knew a bunch of uh, somebody won $3.4 million in Merced. So Sean Rayford tried to get me to buy a, a, a ticket yesterday. He said, man, you're going to get one of these lottery tickets? And, um, and, and I just didn't have enough will to want to get out of my comfort zone, drive, get in my car, drive someplace, to go get a lottery ticket. It just ain't it, it just ain't in my wheelhouse to lose. My brother Andre does. He he plays those little cards where you scratch off. Every time I walk in his room he's scratching something off. <laughs> Maybe that's a sign to you, Jay. Maybe that's the most high telling you, Jay, play the lottery. That might be your meal ticket, Jay. If that's my meal ticket, I'm in super bad trouble. Uh, I'm my well, you need to go next time, shit, and give me some of the money for reminding you you got that power. Now, don't I said it right here on the radio show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You buy me a ticket, I'll hold it. No, you got to get it. You go get it because I believe you can win, J. King, and then you can save all Sacramento. And then you can send a few hundred thousand down here. You know I don't need much. I believe you can win. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I want you to give me some of those ends when you really win, because we are friends. Good morning, Big Charles. Good morning, people. Good morning. Good morning. Um, why is why is Big Charles scissors? Don't start with me, Lathers. <laughs> I've had enough for, um, from you today. 
I'll accommodate you. Scissors is scissors because he has a unique way of cutting through conversations. He has specific phrase words um, and, you know, tactics that he uses. He cut right up through a conversation, hence the name scissors. It fits. But soon okay. I'm going to change it to paper clips. Good morning. <laughs> He run them paperclip ass niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More than fifty five million people in the US. I I don't know who's doing all that motherfucking talking, but I, I suggest they stop. More than fifty five million people in the US are under the threat of severe storms today, including the possibility of large large hail and tornadoes across the plains. This week Ferocious weather has already pummeled much of the eastern U.S. as several cities remain deluged in murky floodwaters. Tuesday's round of severe storms left 150,000 homes and businesses without power and stranded dozens of people on a Maryland road for hours. The majority of the power outages today are confined to Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Maryland. U.S. airports in the region are anticipating more weather-related let me call my baby real quick. Good morning, Tim. Top of the morning to you. Let me let me make sure that my baby is all right. That's it. She answered. So, Jay, did you, you know, notice that I'm not on Snooker? I'm not on her line. I'm on my own line. No, you're not, Fred. If you were, you got to call in. You haven't called in. I have called in. That's why I called in to the show. No, you didn't. line. If I mute her, you're, you're muted. It's true, King what? It's true what? What's going on now? We're, we're connected on my number still. Why? Oh, okay. Because no, you didn't hang you. up. Okay. I... Good morning, Gray Horsley. Good morning, Akbar. Who you calling? Your daughter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, she don't answer. <laughs> she don't answer because because she don't know the number. And so I have to send her a text, but I don't have my phone today to send her a text if they answer the call. Well, she should know if, 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 if it's you because you're the only one called like that. No, no, she don't know. She ain't going to answer. Send her an email. But she said, the reason why I'm even calling her is because of the storms, and they said Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Maryland. I just wanted to make sure she right. was all right. Oh, okay. I knew that when the phone was ringing, I was like, oh, go ahead. Abortion rights advocates on Tuesday won a critical victory in Ohio, beating back a measure that would have made their push to enshrine abortion rights in the state's constitution more difficult. CNN projected that voters in the state rejected a proposal known as Issue 1, which would have raised the threshold to pass constitutional amendments from a simple majority to a 60% vote. 
It was widely seen as a proxy battle over the proposed constitutional amendment guaranteeing abortion rights that will be on Ohio's ballots in November. If the abortion measure is approved by voters later this year, the amendment would override Ohio's 2019 law that bans abortion after six weeks of pregnancy without exception for rape or incest. Um, yeah, Gary, you, you voted. Gary said they voted no. The U.S. economy may be growing, but persistent, persistently high inflation coupled with spiking interest rates have been weighing down consumers. For the first time, Americans' credit card debt hit a record but undesirable milestone of $1 trillion, according to data released Tuesday by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. The spike in nationwide credit card debt comes at a time when interest rates have quickly vaulted to a 22-year high. Also on Tuesday, Bank of America reported that more people are tapping into their 401 accounts because of financial distress. While hardship withdrawals are being made by only a fraction of overall plan holders, experts say it's an indication that cracks may be forming in household financial situations. And with the federal student loan payments set to resume in October, another monthly bill could inevitably force more Americans to rein in their spending even more. Um, you know, credit cards, so you should use your credit cards um, to build your credit score, but to pay them off at the end of the month. So whatever you're using, the idea is to pay it off at the end of the month, not to use it to live on. And um, But I understand what's happening here. You know, we're, we're in a very... We're in a very interesting and tight um, economic structure right now. It's, it's very tight. Um, this next presidency, this next election is going to is going to have a it's going to say a lot about what's going to happen to us. Um, it is, it is, you know, it is going to be um, a tight, tight um, couple of years. So I hope I hope everybody's ready. So, um, I, you know, I, I always want to do something uh, that's informative on the show. I don't want to just uh, I don't want to just kiki and ha ha. I want to make sure we give good information. And so today I want to talk about you know because um, because it's interesting. I want to talk about crossbred animals, animals from around the world that have been crossbred and that are actual, that are real animals. Have you guys ever heard of a a liger? L-I-G-E-R. Yes. No, what's that? A liger is a cross between a male lion and a female tiger. And they can grow to absolutely huge proportions. The biggest liger in the world is Hercules, who weighs over 410 kilograms. Ligers can only be found in captivity because humans have decided to breed lions and tigers. But this can be a bit of a problem considering they grow so large. Liger can often end up obese if they don't have enclosures big enough for them to run around. So this is what this is how crazy we've gotten. We've created ligers. That's a lion, a male lion, 
and a female tiger. Now, just imagine if if you are, you know, if you're a lion and um you know, you got your own pride. And then one day you guys come across some tigers. And the lion the, the girl lions like you. But the girl lions they, they you know, they always moving their neck, they always talking stuff. And so, you know, um one day, you know, you and your friend Leo, Leo the lion, he's like, Hank, are you gonna are you gonna date Nancy? And he's like, nah, nah. I don't like I don't like girl lions. Why not? Well, they move their necks too much. They're always roaring at you, you know. They're always just, you know. But there's this tiger girl over there. Oh my God! Hold on! Whoa! 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 You 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 can't be serious, Hank. No, Leo. No, I. She's she's a good looking girl. I think she likes me too. Oh no no, Hank. I'm not having this conversation, dude. You're a lion. I know what I am. Yeah, but you shouldn't be talking to girl tigers, man. That's it's not cool. The guy tigers, man. It could be a, this could be a whole a lion tiger war going on around here. And you know, hey, I, I think we'll take them. But listen, we've got a, we've got bigger fish to fry here. I don't know, man. I I like her, and I, and I think she likes me. And so, you know, she comes over. One day they're, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're sneaking, they're sneaking to see each other. And she's like, and he's like, oh, I love when you do that in my ear. And before you know it, you know, they lion tiger begging. And so now she got to go home and tell her daddy that she's pregnant by a lion. He got to go to his mom and dad and tell them that he got a tiger pregnant. Now, now they got to start off on their own. <laughs> I, I, don't tell me to stop, Janet Marie. I didn't do it. Uh, humans did this. I didn't. They they bred them. You ever heard of a tigon? No, what's that? Tigon. No are the opposites of ligers. They're a cross between a female lion and a male tiger. And they tend to show characteristics from both parents as they have spots from their moms and stripes from their dads. Tigons are generally much rarer than ligers. This is because female lions and male tigers aren't good, uh, that good at identifying the other species' mating signals. This rarity is also down to the fact that genetic material from female lions and male tigers doesn't match up all that well. They also have to be much smaller than ligers. And so this is what yeah, so female female yeah, lions they coochie they coochie stank man female lions. What what's next? <laughs> a rhinophus? <laughs> a rhino and an elephant. <laughs> No, but you know what? They have a zonkey. They have a zonkey. A zonkey is a hybrid of a donkey and a zebra. They were carefully crossbred in captivity 
and have characteristics from both parents. Zonkeys will typically resemble a donkey in shades of gray or brown and have distinctive stripes across their legs. Some zonkeys have more of a pronounced face shape that resemble a zebra, while others have more donkey-like facial features. They can't produce offspring of their own, so often live out their days as novelty animals in zoos and sanctuaries. And that's a zonkey right there. A zonkey. <laughs> uh, these white folks is crazy. They crazy them up. A, a jag lion is a cross between a male jaguar and a female lion. Now, I'm not going to call female lion hoes, but these hoes be getting around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> these lion hoes. They are incredibly rare. <laughs> only been two in the world. The two jag lions in existence are called Jazara and Tsunami, and they were born in Ontario, Canada, at Bear Creek Wildlife Sanctuary. The the zoo claims that these two rare cats were born unexpectedly, as they hadn't crossbred any animals or allowed any of them to naturally breed. But their parents, Diablo, who's the jaguar, and Lola, who's the lion, had a close bond, and were kept in an enclosure together. The jag lions were born in 2006, but Nami has now, unfortunately, passed away. It's, it's rare because so, the jaguar is the only nigga that like it or coochie. Well, they grew up together. You know, um, they put them in the same enclosure probably as little as, as baby cats, you know, when they, when they grew up. Um, Didn't you have a Chihuahua and a Great Dane mix, Jay? Yeah, but that was uh, 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 no Pitwawa, the Pitwawa. Yeah, that's you don't know nothing about that, Johnny. You you all you all see now with it, Johnny. Get your coffee right, Johnny. Johnny, that was a story. The Pitwawa. Let me tell you guys, the Pitwawa was a story that I made up about a pit bull and a Chihuahua. The pit bull dude and I did a whole story on the pit wawa. <laughs> Good morning, uh, Yusef Kente. What up, what up, King? I was here for uh, a good portion. I just uh, was on the other line, and I clicked okay. back, and I thought y'all was talking about male lions and female lion zodiac signs. So I, the more I listened, I you know, the more I found out it was. About real lions and you know I'm, tigers I'm and bears and stuff like that. Yeah. Only because Ali you was got, talking about you know female lions got coochie stain. I thought y'all was talking about zodiac, but I, now I see I, that he was actually fucking a lion. So yeah. a, a geek might not be as rare as jag lions, but they're definitely not an animal you see every day. Uh, a geek are a mix of goats and sheep, but many of them don't survive birth. This is because their genetic mix doesn't work well together, as goats have 60 chromosomes and sheep have 54. However, there are still a few geese out there, and they can be often pictured in the news when a new one has been born, just like this little cutie who's currently stealing hearts everywhere. You'll find this at... um, my petting zoo in Scottsdale, Arizona. Now, 
Now, now they're, they're making these things that they know won't last. This is crazy. Uh, my neighbor has a pit dachshund mix. So, so let me tell you, um, Shelly, the, the pit wawa was a story about a pit bull. I made this story up about these dogs and how they go to dog parks and they make friends. The pit bull fell in love with the, the, the chihuahua. The, the, the chihuahua's girlfriends were telling her to stay away from the pit bull because he was dangerous. But the pit bull was well-read. He was very sophisticated. And one day, uh, the, the ball got away from the chihuahua, and he gave it to her. And she said, thank you. And he said, it's my pleasure. And his voice, his speaking voice, was so pleasant that she, um, they started talking. And they would, they would talk for hours. Whenever they went to the dog park, they would talk, and then they ended up falling in love and dating. And then she got pregnant. And then, you know, they had kids, and one of the babies had a little, a little chihuahua body with a big old pit, pit bull head, and he, um, and they made, they made the, the other dogs in the school laughed at him and made fun of him. But one day, um, you know, somebody was falling in a hole, and he, he bit down and, and saved them, and, and they stopped calling him Big Head. You know, after a while, they they know they became. But it was only you laughing. (laughs) But it was a great story. One of these days, I'll um, I'll one of these days I'll do a story on on Pip. Um, yeah, they better. Uh, um. No matter what your species is, pussy is good. Even pussy wants pussy. Yeah, uh, that's what Michael Nana George said. Um, um, Todd, Todd Smith said, "Better stop messing with nature." So, so they have a they have a bear called the Groller Bears, also known as the Pisley Bears. Didn't come into known existence until 2006, as the polar regions continue to get warmer, polar bears are coming into new territory in search of food. Polar bears normally hunt out on on sea ice, but as the sea ice is now melting, these bears are reaching lower altitudes. This means that polar bears and grizzly bears have come across each other a few times, and there have been some hybrid bears spotted in the wild. Polar and grizzly bears have matching chromosomes, which means they can breed much easily than other hybrids. So um that you know so you can can you just see when the grizzly bear, when the, a girl grizzly bear I like him. Who? That one right there. You mean with the uh with the white with the white fur? Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm gonna give me some of that polar bear. And then, you know, I'm gonna let him put that icicle in me. And now you got you got a growler bear. Daphne gives. Oh, I know someone that has a pit and wiener dog mix. He's funny looking but cute. Yeah. Um. Did you know that coyotes and eastern wolves only diverged about 150 to 300,000 years ago? They're closely matched DNA wise, so it's no huge surprise that the two can produce offspring. Uh, Kai wolves 
have been spotted across eastern North America from southern Canada to the state of Virginia since 1969 and are much bigger than your average coyote. For years, scientists thought they were some new breed of wolf, but after close observation discovered they were a natural hybrid. The coyote is now an officially recognized species of canine in North America. Uh, the savannah cats aren't super rare these days, but they're certainly not your every. Oh, let me show you guys the. the, the I'm sorry, I didn't show you guys the kai kai the kai wolf. There's the wolf. That's a coyote and a wolf mix right there. And you know what? I can just see a coyote while I'm talking to his friends. You know, two little coyote friends. Hey, what you doing tonight? Oh man, I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna do this and do a little bit of that. What you doing? Oh man, I'm you know, man, I man, I met this little wolfy girl. Man, I'm gonna give me some of that wolf pussy. Oh, that's so nice. She got a friend. She might have a friend. Yeah, you know, if you want to go together, we we can double up. Oh, double up on the wolfy wolf. Savannah cats aren't super rare these days, but they're certainly not your everyday feline. This breed of cat was created in the late 20th century, and it is a cross between a domestic cat and a serval, a wild cat that's usually found in Africa. This means that the savannah cat has super strong hunting instincts, but that doesn't stop people from having them as pets. They have characteristically large ears and a lean body like a serval, but they can be surprisingly affectionate with their owners. There's this. There it is. <laughs> Dre Hines said he thinks he has some wolf pussy. What? <laughs> Deductions, King Dre. <laughs> oh man! How this show is so. This show is so dumb. Dummy show in the world. I love this show. <laughs> While you're back there, get you some of that octopus. Um, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, Trey. Let me see. Um, we gotta do our history moment real quick. Let me let me do, let me get do the history moment. <sighs> Three days later, go see the doctor. Uh, they even go buy dildos to attract other women. <laughs> Talking about Mike the Knight of Jordan is on. He, he can't let the coochie go. Uh, officially founded on August 8, 1805 by Reverend Thomas Paul, the African Baptist Church is the oldest black church in Massachusetts. The first meeting of congregants took place around 1800. Thomas, Call, Thomas Paul and Scipio Dalton formed the African Baptist Church after a group of black congregants who had previously attended the predominantly white First and Second Baptist Churches decided to leave those congregations. Knowing there would be little resistance to their withdrawal, the group received assistance and the blessings of the larger white churches. Dr. Samuel Stillman, pastor of First Baptist Church, agreed to support the new church with a stipulation 
that they were plainly dissuade a white audience and white attendance. At the time of its founding, the church congregation consisted of 24 members, nine men and 15 women. With $7,150 raised in funds for the new church, they built an edifice at 46 Joy Street on Beacon Hill, which was completed in December of 1806. That building is now a historical, a national historical landmark called the African Meeting House. Although he started other churches in up, uh, upstate New York and Haiti, Reverend Paul remained African Baptist pastor until he resigned by reason of ill health in 1829. Other black and white clergymen led the congregation until the Civil War. In 1838, a new pastor from Portland, Maine, Reverend George Black, persuaded the congregation to change its name from from African, African Baptist to First Independent Baptist Church of People of Color because he argued the term African is ill-applied to a church composed of American citizens. Despite the official name change, it continued to be called by many the, Belk, by many the Belknap, Belknap Street Church because of its location. The activist, um, the Reverend John Stella, who led the church between 1860 in 1863, was the last minister to embrace social activism. With the arrival of Reverend H.H. H. White in 1865, religious conservatives controlled the hierarchy of the church. In 1898, the famous African Meeting House was sold to a Jewish congregation. The church and much of its congregation moved to Boston South End into the existing chapel at 134 Camden Street. On the first Sunday of January 1915, Morningstar Baptist and Calvary Baptist would merge with St. Paul's, the, uh, the name African Baptist has since assumed, becoming the People's Baptist Church of Boston. They will be united under the first minister, Reverend Aaron Fuller, and the church continues today. This is American History. If you are hearing this today, you are alive. And this is not to say you are in the greatest condition. You may be overweight like I am. You may have an illness or you may be slightly depressed. Or you've recently lost someone close to you. You're no different than anyone else. And although that doesn't make you feel better, how you feel is up to you. Feel good about yourself. Because you can, even through struggles. The goodness of our Lord can overpower any sludge evil may toss you away. And you can either swing on the vines of hell or float in the glory of God and weather the storm. It's all up to you. Amen. Amen. What love. Right on. Now that I heard Snitchy Smurf say amen, I know she's here. Uh, Snitchy Smurf, go and tell us what Six Eyes is doing. I know you know. I certainly do, because it's Wednesday night Bible study on the Six Eyes Radio Network. 424-243-9617 is the number for Relevant Radio Daily. Support us on Apple Music, iHeartRadio, even joining us on the Six Eyes Radio Network group page on Facebook. Good news you can use. Now back to you, Crumple Stillskin. Uh-huh. Well, I'll <laughs> let Six Eyes know you did a great job of being the, the, the down-bottom woman. Anyway, uh, Jay King, let us know what you got going on out there in Sacramento, man. You know, uh, I hear you doing big things, and, you know, uh, you, have you been working on your jump shot? 
No, I haven't had time to work on my jump shot. I don't need to um, crumple because you can't oh, okay. jump. <laughs> okay. But today, um, today I'm not on the air because I have to meet with um, the city manager um, about uh, for a small business uh, for some of the work that we're doing and and in uh, three different locations for this business owner. Uh, so one is uh, we're going to we're building a um, thousand seat venue for performances that'll be affordable for promoters and artists to use in Sacramento. Another one we're working on um, is a, a licensing, different licenses for a gas station that's already operating, but we're trying to change some of their license. And then another one is a third one is going to be a gas station, fast food, and convenience market. And um, we're going to see if we can get the community involved to be investors and own a piece of it. So those are the three things I'm doing today. Right on, Jay King. Yeah, and uh, it's not for y'all to say cool or anything. This is not just segment. All you uh, hecklers and ad-libbers, just be quiet right now. Anyway, Jay King, yeah, you know, any business that you do, because since you're so short, all your businesses will be small, small business. Back to you, Jay King. (laughs) Are you on mute? What, what, Am what I still in the mute? What, Am I still in the mute, Q? Yeah, no, you're in the no mute, Q. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, you up you next to be muted next. Um, <laughs> have, have you guys heard of a zebroid? Hell no. No. A zebroid. Um... Um, if you've heard the name Zebroid before, you might already know that this refers to the Zebroid Zebra hybrid. Some people use the term Zorse for the babies of a zebra stallion and mare horse. So a Zebroid is a zebra stallion and a female horse. And they were created back in the 20th century to bring more tourists to zoos. While they still inherit the classic zebra stripes, they're usually brown and cream. And this is a beautiful, this is a beautiful um, horse or zebra, a zorse or zebroid. Isn't that beautiful? That's a beautiful animal right there. Good morning, Danielle. Um, um, a beefalo. Now you know Donnell will be saying, "Get that shit up out of here." Yeah, he would. Ain't no goddamn horse. Get that shit up out of here. Shit. Uh, while you might think this is a cross between a cow and a buffalo, these hybrids actually a mix of a cow and an American bison. Beefaloes are classified as a domesticated species and were developed on an intense breeding program by the meat industry in the United States. There were plans to use this breed as a new kind of beef, but this went south when a lot of the beefalo escaped their enclosures. Back in 2015, they caused havoc in the Grand Canyon. They destroyed the land and watering holes, which meant that most of them were eventually culled or, you know, killed. So this was a beefalo where they put a bison and a calf and a cow together. But they couldn't keep them beefaloes in nothing. 
They couldn't keep them in clothes. They tore that shit up. So that's the uh, kind of meat McDonald's was selling when they first opened. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of a Wolfen? O-L-P-H-I-N. Yep, a whale and a dolphin. These operas actually exist. There are a cross between a male false killer whale and a female bottlenose dolphin, which actually come from the same family of animals. That being said, these crossbreeds are still super rare. One was created at Hawaii Sea Life Park in 1985, which was named Kikamalo, Kikamalu. She still lives at the Marine Mammal Park. However, scientists have recently started getting excited about what? another potential. They... Which one of you motherfuckers got people talking? Put your motherfucking self that, on mute. That's Snitchy Smurf and motherfucking old Fred on the same line. No, no Fred we're not on the same line anymore. That's Fred's line. And that's Fred by himself then with his punk ass. Mm. Making all that goddamn noise. That's why. That's why his dumb ass is on mute. So they are. <laughs> Scientists have recently started getting excited about another potential Walton, as they spotted something that resembles a hybrid between a melon-headed whale and a rough-toothed dolphin. So this is what the Walthins look like. Mm-hmm. You know what? We should win some kind of award. We should win some kind of award because it ain't a lot of shows on the internet that that will show that will give you the same the kind of um, entertainment and information that we do. I, I hope you guys put us in for a sword award. You guys ever heard of a hiney? And I'm not talking about your no. hind part. Talking about your hiney. No. A hiney is a cross between a female donkey and a male horse because he gets up on that hiney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. I'm waiting on the Freddie Smurf. <laughs> wait, wait, They're wait. A bit I beg your pardon? They're a little bit smaller than your average mule, but a lot less common, of course. Hineys are usually sterile, so they won't be able to breed themselves, but they're still created as they're stronger, tougher, and adapt to climates better better than mules do. Um, They're also less likely to develop colic, so they're often used for a lot of farm work and racing. Hineys tend to have a more horse-like head than mules and have smaller ears, too. But for the most part, they're pretty much identical. So, yeah, let me get up on that hiney. Hey, man, why man, why you ever messing with that hiney? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to be honest with you. The only reason why I mess with her is because she can't have no babies. You know what I'm saying? I can't get caught with nothing. I jump up on that hiney, ain't nothing going to happen. You know they sterile. Um, um, I'm gonna tell you how crazy that they didn't got out here. There's a thing called a comma, a comma, a comma. 
I guess you don't call it a comma. A, a camera. It has to be a camera. A camera. A camera is a crossbreed of a camel and a llama. One was originally created through artificial insemination at the Camel Reproduction Center in Dubai in 1998. While Dubai had big plans to use their furry, uh, their fur, they essentially wanted an animal that was able to yield much more wool than a llama, as well as using them as pack animals for farming and tourism. Only five commas were ever made. While the animals had similar genetic, genetic makeups, the only way to get them to produce was through artificial insemination, which was deemed too costly. It's not Kamala Harris, John Beck. <laughs> oh, wow. Deduction <laughs> King Beckman. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every time you talk, about the mix, my damn service gets a glitch, and I can never hear what the mix is. Uh, uh, do you guys know what a Leopon is? Nope. Plankton. You'd be, you'd be forgiven for thinking that a Leopon is some sort of Pokemon, but they are, in fact, uh, a hybrid of a male leopard and a female lion. I told you them lion hoes, them lion hoes, oh, they give it to everybody. Leopons have only ever been bred in captivity, and they were developed in modern zoos in the early 20th century. However, these early experiments and crossbreeding didn't go well. All of the baby leopons died after birth. It was only in 1910 that the first official record of two leopons were documented in India. And while one of them passed away in fancy, the other was quickly sent to a London zoo. Um, so, and, and look at that. That's the, Le- that's the leopon. Them lion girls are just giving it up. Them lion chicks, they just they just purring on everything they see. Say hello to the, the zoo. A cross between a cow and a wild yak, they're actually quite common in Mongolia and Tibet, as they are prized both for their milk and meat. The zoos happen to be much stronger and larger than cows and yaks. So it's believed that these hybrids have the best characteristics from each of their parent species. However, it's not all positive for the zoos. Unfortunately, scientists are under the impression that this animal breed has contaminated genes, so it's not a good idea to breed them anymore. They go right there. They look like they're... These, these motherfuckers fuck with me one more time. And, you know, you got the horn. By the horn, that's what it's going to go. It's going to go down by the horn. Millards are another crossbreed that has been developed for food. They are a mix of a mallard duck and, and a muscovy duck and are unable to produce their own offspring, like a lot of the hybrid animals, 
Mullards are big in the meat industry. They're usually fat and plump and are prized for their dark, rich meat. This means that they're super popular with faux grass producers. In fact, these ducks actually make up nearly all of the faux grass produce around the world. They are typically found in Europe and the U.S., as well as parts of Asia. I don't know. They ain't, ain't nothing exotic or they, they a, a, a duck is a duck. You know, we say a duck's a duck, a duck's a duck. Meet the adorable crossbreed of a narwhal and a beluga whale. These animals are extremely rare and have been a fair, uh, have been a fair few sightings of them across the North Atlantic in recent years. They were first discovered in the wild in the late 1980s when an Inuit killed three strange-looking whales off the western coast of Greenland. Since then, their numbers are increasing, which shows they can produce their own offspring, and scientists are quickly trying to analyze their DNA. So this is a whale that that um, they didn't crossbreed. Um, they crossbred themselves. But if you look at them, they look kind of retarded. Like if there was a retarded-looking whale, you say that re- that whale got a little retard on it. Would you? Would you? No, this no, this whale got retard on it. Do this whale got retard? Is it me? Look at it, y'all. Tell me that whale ain't got some retard on it. That's some retard on that whale. No, that's some that's some Down syndrome. Yeah, you, yeah, that's that's. A zubron is a mix of a cow and a European bison, so it's not too different from a a beefalo. These animals were also created by the meat industry back in 1969, as they are thought to be tougher and stronger than cattle. They also appear to be more resilient, resistant to diseases. The name came about after a Polish magazine held a contest for what the crossbreed should be called, and the name the Bron quickly won. While these animals were thought to be a potential replacement for cattle, there's only a teeny tiny herd left in the, in Poland in the national park. Hypothetical, if I may, if Ali and Fred were to breed, what would their little one look like? Thanks. Wow. <laughs> That's John Beckman. John Beckman. That's why John Beckman gonna get his motherfucking ass stabbed up. John Beckman, you just brought a stabbing on yourself. Part American paddlefish, part Russian sturgeon. The species was bred accidentally right in a lab in Hungary. Both these species are critically endangered. So scientists were examining these species and attempting to create breeding programs. However, it seems that there was some cross-contamination and the lab ended up with a new hybrid fish that can't actually breed by itself. Scientists are still observing the sturtle fish and will be publishing their findings on this new species in due course. They, they, they knew what they was doing. That's the sturtle fish. Now, would you eat that? Would you eat a fish that looks like that? Because I'm not fucking with that fish. I'm sorry. That fish. It's looking, you can eat me if you want to. I'm not going mm-hmm. to go ahead. You that's, to. that's a conversation with every fish. All the fish say that, what you just said. <laughs> the green sea slug. This is a bit of a strange one. While all the other hybrids 
we've covered have been born of two animals. The green sea slug is a little different. It's actually part slug, part plant, and uses genetic material from green algae to feed into its own DNA. This means the green sea slug can eat in two different ways. It can either consume food like a slug would or produce its own nutrients through photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Scientists are currently carrying out more research to find out how this slug came into existence. Are you, uh, let me, uh, are you guys one of those, some of those people who, uh, if you see a, uh, a snail, you know, going across the, the grass or going across the sidewalk or the cement, that you step on it? Because I, I can't step on them. I, I got to move them out the way so that they don't, so that they're not stepping on. No, I, I wouldn't. I'm stepping on everything. Survival of the fittest. Johnny, Johnny, you, Johnny, Johnny was a mean motherfucker. Let me tell y'all something. In our neighborhood, Johnny Davis, if there was a maimed animal in the neighborhood, you know it had been across Johnny Davis's path. Johnny Davis, really, Johnny Davis was set up to be a um, a, a serial killer. But I'm thinking, oh my god, yeah. Because, you know, people that kill animals and stuff like that, they grow up to be serial killers. Johnny, fortunately for us, didn't follow that path. Thank nope, you. I just didn't want no strange animals in my yard. Yeah. But Johnny was mean. Did you guys want to hear more about this? So there's a, there's a puma, puma pards, which is a puma and a leopard. Um no, we ain't got time. It's, it's 9.54. Your, your, your time is up. Get off the stage, J. King. Uh, well, maybe a few more. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm wolf, a wolf dog. You may imagine a wolf dog is a cross between a wild wolf and a domestic dog. However, the term is also used to describe a domesticated dog that has more recent wolf ancestry because these two species share so much genetic material. So you know how the wolf dog happened, right? You guys you guys know what happened with the wolf dog, the first wolf dog. Um, no, what happened? A, um, so a female dog was, was in heat, and her little cootie, cootie cat was, was bleeding, and her owner put her outside. And so <laughs> and they lived out, and the, they lived close to the woods, and, a, a little, you know, the, the boy wolves, they were smelling the cootie cat. You you smell that? Ooh, that's some hot cootie cat. And so they so um so they 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 come to the yard. They see her and they trying to holler at her. She's like, look, you guys are um you you guys are wild animals. I I I you know no, I can't I I can't I can't I I live here. This is this is where I live. This is my home. I I'm I'm an inside pet. You are an outside vagabond. No, and and then one of the one of the um, wolves got mad and said, oh, oh, "Oh, you better than us!" And he grabbed her by her by her neck, and she was like, "Oh, just stop, stop, oh, stop!" And then she, you know, she started getting all wild, and he, and you know, and he, he got up on that hiney, 
and rolled that thing to oblivion. And next thing you know, they had a little patch of wolf dogs. True story. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see a pattern here. <laughs> what, what pattern did you? And what pattern did you hear? Seem like you know the female is like you know just. I, I don't know, uh, but deductions, you know, because these are your stories. <laughs> I'm just saying, look at the lion lady. You saw what she did. <laughs> and Todd said, no meant yes. <laughs> John Marie said, that's the truth. <laughs> deductions, King Todd. Um, a toyger? A toyger cat, or a cross between a bagel cat and a tiger cat? Uh a Cheeto? A bagel cat. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, skip to the a, next one. A bagel cat. Oh, man. All right. So, um, <laughs> Nicole, have you ever thought about giving giving it up to six yet? John Beckman wants to know, okay. have you thought about being John Beckman? No, because I'm too busy applying deductions to your accounting. No. Yeah, but when you're done with sick. Your, when you're done with your deductions, will you? <laughs> Don't you know. start, Larry. That's why John gonna get his ass whooped. He he just he do all this shit behind Jay King, and Jay King keep getting him stabbed up. He, he got a lot of killings coming behind Jay King. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, my name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Snitchy Smurf, uh, Marcus Atwood, uh, Big Charles, and Big Fred telling you to get busy living because you have enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. Coming up next is the third hour of power, 515-605-9376 is the number, 515 515- Six zero five nine three seven six, or you can go to thejkingnetwork.com and get in check. I can tell already these niggas ain't even worth it. They ain't got no conversation. The J King Network, where the people come together. The J King Network, where the people come together. Circus or a Halloween motherfucking castle or something. Keep talking. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, Crumples. 
I don't want to hear the thing. My name ain't we crumble. Was in, we was in you. <laughs> we was. We was in unison yesterday. Then today, because I was helping our brother King Fred, you know, I get clowned. Okay, so I see what's going to be this hour. So bring it. Yeah, I, you know, I already, I already told it. you how to be on here. You, you don't understand. I told you, don't be calling in with niggas on your line. First off, and you just and you don't listen well. That's our brother and that's why your ass get put on here. You've been calling in with niggas on your line. You started off with Yusuf Kente, and then Big, and then Charles, and two. You got both Charles, a Big Charles and Charles Stanford, whatever his name is. You got two Charles, and and you and you didn't have them niggas on your phone, and then you used Yusuf Kente. The only nigga I ain't been on your phone is Ali. You see what I'm saying? You ain't had this yet. You ain't had this phone line yet. Ali. Yeah. You ain't got none of this phone line, so you got all the mother niggas' phone lines. I see why they be calling you a toss-up. No, see, maybe, see, maybe red that's where... Uh, what you say? Maybe red skin is her future. The red skin in her future, is that right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not. So you know I see how you get it. That's you know why she called you scissors. Because you be cutting into people's conversation and shit, just like you just did now with your other shit. Let me tell you. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I can prove it to you. I can prove it to you. That's him. And so, Cuddles, slight correction. You have also called me. Well, you've texted me. And I, I ain't never called you. Stop well. lying. Don't you lie on me. See, that's what no, happens with you girls. That's why. That's no, why no, a no, lot no, of no, black no. women and black men be arguing because black women be lying a lot. I see. I see. Uh huh. Just one second, please. We pull up the record. Ain't nobody bought. I've never bought you no bagels. You got all your bagels from Six Eyes. <laughs> I didn't say you brought me a bagel. You six called me a bagel. Would help you, you be the bagel, like woman. Bagel. I just, I just recognized it. That's all. Do you understand? I can't even hear the word bagel anymore and not be triggered by it. You, you know, need to I'm be triggered treated. by it. <laughs> Maybe you had an addiction to them or something. And you, you, you start no. getting convulsions and stuff like that when your refrigerator run out of bagels. <laughs> I agree, Ali. Ali, I agree. Some, some other words. Oh, there. really? You concur? Oh, you concur? Is it? It, it oh, you know. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> right. When a snitch, when a snitch went out of water and bagels, oh, they start getting cranky and rusting up and shit. Wow, wow. <laughs> I did say to you that um, um, I have water now, <laughs> but it's okay. You ain't okay. say to me. You just laughed about it. I ain't. You just ain't about <laughs> you having no water. I think maybe you I, forgot that. I, Okay, well, let me say it today, because I don't want to. I don't want to lie on the Lord, and um, I don't want to lie on you. Why you ain't either. got you a dispenser? Why you ain't got you a dispenser I, where they bring you water, and you can just put it on there? Only like twelve dollars a month. Well, I mean, once I get you know everything um, back as everything, perhaps I shall. Oh, okay. You know, uh, okay. Get a dispenser. Elijah, Elijah over there saving his mama. I understand. <laughs> and you be oh, saved. Yes, King Martin. Hey, Sitchy Poo. Yes. Hey, uh, I gotta, I gotta slide out, y'all. I gotta, uh, I gotta get ready. I gotta take my son to go school shopping. He starts school next week. 
Right on, man. School shopping. Yeah, handle your business, man. You know what I'm saying? Get you some hot tea while you're out there with some lemons. (laughs) 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 What can I tell you? (laughs) Wishing you a beautiful day. We love you. I I know it doesn't always sound like it. Get, My get God, you a couple of minutes, Marcus. Sound like your breath is kicking. Get you a couple of minutes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't one of them holocaustic individuals. Well, I don't know. I you can't tell, tell, but you know, if you buy you some mints, I'll be on your team. Hey, well, you know wow. the ear. You know the you know the ear part of my phone is like hot right now, and you the one talking. Hey, yeah, I know, I know. That's all right. That's all right. I see how you get your money over here, and you disappear, and then you come back only when you're trying to get some more money out of us. Oh, never that. I just Lord. came to give an up. I just came to give an update on my son. You feel me? I know. We love we your son. That. It's just his daddy yeah. seems like you know one of them. You know one of them gangsters. You know that be robbing folks. <laughs> my God. Hey, we love your son. Little Marcus, we love you, man. Wherever you at, my brother, you know. But your yeah. daddy, I don't know. That nigga needs some Marcus, lemons or something for his no, throat. No, no, don't you Marcus, say that. Don't let, don't let, don't let, don't let, don't let our small mind bother you at all. That's his, that's his small. <laughs> you don't, you don't belong in the after hours, Lazarus. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we we, we wish absolutely that <laughs> we wish um, little Marcus a wonderful time back to school, and I know he's going to take off some really nice Marcus. I went to his orientation with him yesterday. <clears throat> yesterday he had his uh, ninth grade orientation, and I went to the orientation uh, with him, and then I talked to the staff, talked to the principal, and. Uh, got him uh, situated for his uh, trip date for his competition because we got uh, three competitions, uh, two in September, and then we got uh, one in November. So we got New York, um, Iowa, and then we got um, Tampa Bay, Florida. Wonderful. So, yeah. And <clears throat> so they're all on board. They're excited to you know, support him in his uh, journey uh, into uh, professional skateboarding. Um, he picked up another sponsor last night, um, a skateboard oh, sponsor, um, a grip tape company called Lifeline. Uh, well, it's called Sticky Sticky Grip, but it's through uh, the skate company called uh, Lifeline. And uh, uh, the guy who owns the company is a, a cancer survivor. Oh, well, um, when you get a chance, when you get a chance, um, send me, send me that and, um, I'll share forward, you know, the, you know, the fact that he's blessing, um, your endeavors, you want to bless him too. So send it to me. I'll share his, um, his hold information on, hold on one as well. But shit, okay. you're too late now, snitchy poo shit. He already did everything. He got where he got this far without you. They don't need you, nigga. <laughs> 
So here's the thing, Cuddles. <laughs> we each do our part. <laughs> and I'm just saying, you know, already passed our brother uh, a, a throat lozenge. I mean, <laughs> let's let's do yeah, we know, our yeah, he got, you, you, you heard he hey, got the hey, Iowa hey. without you and New York. Hey. You too late. Hey. That's shit you could do. Hey, oh, I, Lord. I, I, I ain't worried about uh, Mr. Heckler. <laughs> he he, yeah. he, he, he alright. <laughs> yeah, you know, Everybody you just take care it. of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we love you, little Marcus, but your daddy, you know, he needs some of these throat lodges or something. He just take yeah. it back intact. He sounds like That's he drank too much milk or something. He no, I told don't you that's a natural milk. thing. He don't need a Ricola. He told you he does not need a Ricola. He needs something. He uh, right. a motherfucking lemon green tea or something. <laughs> just like just like just like old school Scatman Crothers. You remember his voice? Yeah. You remember Scatman Crothers' voice? Yeah. Yeah, I remember his voice. That yeah. nigga drank tea all the time. Nothing could help him. Yeah. Some people just like that. Right. You be, you be sitting. I know what it is. I sound like a bagel. Marcus need to stand up when he talks. Marcus over there sitting down or laying down. Stand up when you talk. He don't even know I'm I'm standing right now as we speak. Oh, well, goddamn it! You standing? You really need three cups of coffee, uh, green teas right now. Oh. Okay, okay. Doctor Ass. But you said you you the damn good daddy though. You the about the best. You the number one as daddy that I know though, and this year because uh, I heard what you be doing, and even though your throat needs some tea, you represent for your son. Now that's tough. Uh, that's why I'm messing breaking, with you. Breaking, you the number one dad, so curses. we should you should you should get some uh. Some sweatsuits made to say Marcus Dad. You know what I'm saying? Put that on there. <laughs> Marcus Dad. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of dads. A lot of dads that got a son named Marcus. You will blow up. Well, it's just a blessing. That's an idea. It's a it's a, it's a blessing to uh, you know um, just the experiences that come. Cause I wasn't, you know, given the blueprint, wasn't given the manual. You know what I'm saying? And I just, all I know is what what I experienced, you know, and and wanting to do different from what I experienced, so that uh, history don't repeat itself. And that, you know, what I mean, my history don't have to be my son's history. You know what I'm right. saying? So when it come time for his time, he gonna know how to how to implement and how to get down because he was shown the blueprint. That's right. So so he can't never say, you know, my dad wasn't there. You know, my dad, you know, didn't show me this or my dad didn't show me that. That won't can never be in his conversation. You know? That's right. So Well, bless you. I don't so man. Well we gonna get sweatsuit called Marcus Dads. It's gonna be one word across the sweatsuit, you know what I'm saying? And we gonna be make you the, the number one, you know, uh CEO. Cause I'm swear you can sell those, man. 
how you can sell all those, man. These kids need some inspiration right now because they ain't got none. And it's terrible. The, the more they go up, they're going to find out that a lot of these jobs and stuff they went to school for, these people ain't really trying to keep them there alone. They'll get in, but they won't be there alone. They'll get them out real fast. Yeah. So, I, so I tell all the kids, if you can, go to school and get you some knowledge about something about it, get you an associate's degree or something like that, so that way when you go get a job, they're paying you at least $5,500 take home and try to stay there six months and save your money because they're going to try to get you out of there. It's an equal uh, equal employment opportunity out there, the EEOC, but these people out here that's in charge and they got California as an at-will state now, they're not trying to keep you long on the job, even though you got degrees to be able to they work just, there. They, they, want just, to they just did away. They just did, they just did away with equal opportunity. That's right. They just did away with that in the courts. They need to. They need to. They need to. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a cold game, man. It's a cold game, yep. and these people don't want to. They don't want you to work. It's like when they see a black person work hard, show up on time. You know, do what they're supposed to do. Everybody in the store like them. Everybody at the job like them. You become a threat to the management and the corporate level. Yep. So we exactly. need more entrepreneurs and investors. You know what, uh, King Marcus? Um, I want to send you mm-hmm. a link to our uh, financial literacy um, group. And you may want to, if you have time, be able to join us on Zoom because it's on Zoom still uh, since the pandemic. And um, mm-hmm. hmm, uh, kind of causes me to think this is true. You maybe even you and um, Little Marcus come together um, and check it out. And um, you know, King knows all about you know um, investing, you know, in, in stock options and, and such. He and, was, you know, speculation. He was. He was speaking to me uh, the day that um, me and him uh, uh, had those words in his office, and you know um, that was that was truly a, a different kind of day because even where we was toe to toe, nose to nose, uh, you know, he also lost his brother that day, my best friend. Um, and, you know, as we was uh, getting ready to part ways, he was telling me, he was like, uh, that he had a seminar coming up uh, about literacy, uh, financial literacy, and he said he had wanted me to be a speaker there, you know what I'm saying, just as a father, as a dad, and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, doing the things that I'm doing for my son as far as uh, starting a clothing line, uh, you know, with my son and you know, teaching and showing him to market himself, whereas don't depend on others, you know what I mean, where mm-hmm. you can have more control over your destiny, you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, Well, I would like yeah, to further yeah. encourage you to do that, yes. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Because trust me, these other companies will will try to use him up, you know what I mean, and then just throw him to the curve. 
just like uh, just like uh, Hollywood did with our childhood uh, stars. You know, where are they today? <laughs> you mm-hmm. feel me? They used them up while they was young, cute. You know what I mean? Gave them a few peanuts, but they made millions and quadrillions of dollars off of them, and boom, gone. Right. You don't see them no more. Right. So we have to make All right, y'all. I got to go to work. I'll holler at you tomorrow. Okay. Love you, King Graham Cracker. Have a beautiful day. See you tomorrow. King Graham Cracker. Y'all got some cold names. Yes. Well, I didn't name. Okay, so I'm not responsible for um for uh, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis's um uh, nickname. Um, I want to say King nicknamed him that, <laughs> but uh, it I, I like it. So yeah, <laughs> so I it's a uh, it's neat. When I first heard it, I, I I laughed because I didn't understand it. But yeah, I, there's a meaning. There's a reason why he uh, nicknamed him that. But it's a, uh, it's all good, and wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, but Graham Cracker, that's him. Um, have you ever heard of the Honeycomb Hideout here on the J King Network? Um, he is the host of it. But um, you know, just like you, brothers of King, he supports everyone. So, awesome. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, you, well, when you guys. Uh... When you, where, where you guys going shopping at? You going to take it? You taking in like um, y'all going like? I'm gonna see. He got a favorite spot. Go, I'm gonna see if he want to go to the mall or if he want to uh, go up to the outlet. Okay. Uh, awesome. You know, me personally as a dad, I want to get a bang for my for my buck. You know what I mean? So. Right. Now, well, that sounds like the outlet. Here come here come yeah. my brother, um, King Fred. Hold on, here he come. Hold on, I'm gonna patch him in. Okay, yeah, the outlets, um, you know, definitely. Um, but, you know, it, it's so hit or miss, though, at the outlets. So, you know, yeah. it's kind of like you don't know what they're going to have because, you know, they they deal in, you know, what's, what's available right now. Yeah. Yeah, but y'all find you know, some good stuff. Yeah, he know what he, what he, he got his own little style, so. Right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just to tag yeah. along and, and, and pull it out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and bless you, bless you. But I seen them. I seen the videos um, that you sent. Um, yeah, and I um, I said, wow, look at him. <laughs> and um, his yeah. uh, his interview. We was out at the uh, skate park, and when he was overseas, um, yeah, I, wa- yeah. I watched them all. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we're behind he him all the way. He's definitely growing. Now, do your right now, do your sweatsuits? Do they run a four X? And uh, what I'm really looking for is a white with the blue writing on it. I mean, you can get it with white. With you can get it white uh, with blue, but white white right now is just hard to. I don't know what's going on with the white because white has always been the easiest to get. So. Right. I would, you know what I mean. I have to call and see because yeah. we we right. deal with like four different uh, warehouses. One in one in L.A., okay. one in Galt, one in Texas, and then there's one in uh, Virginia. 
So okay, and it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Like it's been sporadic as far as the size is. Um, so I usually have to call my guy and he go online real quick to see if you know what right. I'm saying if they have it in. Yeah. But four uh, X is the biggest that I've seen in the hoodies uh, that we use. So um, do you know the do you make, know the brand? Do you know? Yes, sir. Do you know? Not cutting you short, but I am. Uh, do you know the brand of the hoodie? Because um, Cotton Heritage. I, I know Cotton Heritage. I believe I have Cotton Heritage. Okay, let Cotton me, let me, let me is, double check. Is a good. It's, it's one of the best uh, quality hoodies out there. Okay, okay. I don't have a problem with uh, paying for it. Uh, and if you say the, the, the pants, you, you could get those in a 3X or 4X. 3X. 3X is the biggest okay. uh, that the pants come in. Wow. Yeah, I, I got some big ass thighs. They're, the, they're, the, uh, they're, the, they're not the baggy, loose fit sweats. They're like, right. you know, uh, yeah, hitting. good, good, good. Yeah, thanks for giving me heads up on that. Right. Hey, I gotta, I gotta step out for a minute. I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. Hello. Yeah, I wonder why um, white, uh, white cotton would be hard to, hard to get or white blend. I wonder what's going on with that. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like it's it's been crazy um, with the white this summer. Um, they cause they've been out for a minute. Uh, yeah. So heritage is the best quality you can get um, in a in a cotton, sweat, cotton heritage. I don't know cotton cotton heritage. It's ah. Cold. Okay. Yeah, it's called cotton heritage. Yeah. Me. Like we even we even use uh the shirts and the uh T shirts. Okay. Sorry. Well I actually was thinking of somebody I think it was called Glidden or Gidden. I can't uh, yeah. I, it's Gordian. It's Gordian. Okay, yeah, and I thought I thought um, I thought they were um, like you know the better quality. So I know some of them yeah. look good until you wash it. It just it just it just exactly. doesn't hold and it, up. And it, and it exactly. crumbles. And it right. crumbles. And, and, you know, heritage, heritage, cotton heritage don't do that. Like okay, if I, did, if, I, if I was on a video chat, if I was on a video chat and could show y'all just how many sweatsuits and hoodies. That I've had that I have right now since, you know what I mean, uh, doing this with my son, like that's I got you know them little like plastic uh, containers that you can store in. Yeah. 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 I got I got one of them at the foot of my bed that's full of sweatsuits and hoodies. I got a chair that sits in the corner that's stacked up with folded up uh, hoodies and sweatsuits. Like <laughs> I got. I probably got like in different assorted colors, probably close to like ten or fifteen sweatsuits. Wow. <laughs> you know, but I mean, yeah. I'm I'm a walking billboard for my son. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. That's what I do, man. I, that's why that's why I represent. 
I got so many T-shirts to say. Uh, Baleo, uh, Relevant, what else? Uh, uh, legendary, and I got you know I got all different colors to wear. I can just put them with whatever I'm wearing that day. But I, I represent what I'm a, I, and I'm a big dude, so they see me come. Everybody see me. Yeah, that's nice. I'm a, I'm a walking billboard. That's a good way of putting. Right. Yeah, I'd rather do it for little markets than than to do it for some of the major um, what they call fashion houses. <laughs> yeah, he has an he has an amazing brand. And uh, a little quick story: I was I know I have a friend of mine. His son was uh, he's a skateboarder, and he was over there in Elk Grove or something like Elk Grove, but somewhere up there. And uh, he was down there wanted to be there to skate, you know, enjoying themselves, you know, them and their little right. friends and shit. Police came back. He said, "Didn't I tell you to stay your ass from over here?" And I guess they they whooped him up pretty bad. I seen his eyes; it was black and blue. Beat him, beat, beat, beat him up, and that's all he was doing was skating in a uh, big ditch. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what he liked to do. He enjoyed it, you know. So I thought that he would moved on, but he didn't have the great support that you that you give your son. And uh, I I didn't. I didn't reach out. I didn't reach out. I should have, but I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what was up. But now that I know, uh, we got some people that will help us with these youth. You can better believe I will be reaching out if I need anything. Anything. If you and if I don't, if you can't help me, you can di- direct me in the right place. But I've been doing all out of pocket myself, as far as like tennis shoes, uh, coloring books for the kids. Snackables, meals while they were out for the summer, uh, going off into the unforgetting neighborhoods. You know, during COVID, got a lot of a lot of folks down here on the other side of the track didn't even have an air conditioner. Man, they were in the houses. And one day I was down in the hood, knocking on doors, passing out meals, and it was some of the kids that I, I went to that I worked with every day, but their grandparents were down. You know, in the in the, in the uh, less fortunate areas with no air conditioning, I say, you guys, anytime you guys need anything, you just let me know, and me and my wife will get it to you. And they just love me, man. That's that's that's. And I get out there, bro. I go all up under the, uh, you know, like the uh, freeways, the overpasses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get out of my car and go over there and give them the food. Half the time they won't take it, but I don't let that uh, discourage me. They have a bad attitude. I know that they're on drugs or what have you. Whatever the story is, you know, but the gratefulness, the ungratefulness when you're dealing with a sick individual and they ask you, what is that? I don't want that. <laughs> you know, you 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 just almost kiss yourself getting up and going out there. I just take it. Okay, well, fine. Thank you. And guess what? Go deeper in the town and they're, they they love you, you know. So I get a, I get a, uh, a big reward out of that, you know, right. for what it is. It's worth so bless you for helping others because they certainly um, do need it. But you know, many you know, I think it's incredibly difficult to be this um, this place. So mental health, if if you already was working through that, I can only imagine it gets worse being out there unsheltered like that. So oftentimes you're needing mental health. Um, um, you know, the, you know. You know, I had so much pushback, and I understand it. I get it. 
you know, we, I, I, man, my wife, we even went to the, uh, you know, food handlers. Um, went that took that course for one hundred sixty dollars for the both of us. Uh, food preparation, you know, because if anybody ever gets sick, you got one time, guys. You know, y'all heard y'all talking about uh, uh, people stinking. You, this is one thing my motto is: you got one time to be funky, and then they're gonna carry that out for the rest of their life, like the uh, J King show. If you come in the fucked up, uh, you fat funky fucker, you fat funky fucker, man, they smell your ass one time, or your breath stinks. You got one time to uh, serve somebody something and they get sick. Your ass is done. I'm not, right. you know, people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you dig what I'm saying, sis? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and and I think I think if, if folks' um, breath might be a little tart, um, perhaps they should get a pass. You know, one day they should you know get a pass. You know, and maybe you know just keep a you few. Smell that shit. Correct. That what do they call it? You can smell up correct. under your nose. You can smell up under your nose. You can well, okay. smell I'm not when saying. you get your ass up. When you get your ass up, and somebody been in your car and they get up, you can smell that shit. Nigga, you wash your hands. All that old begging people parts. Nigga come by here the other day. Nigga come by here the other day. You know, I got cancer and shit. So I'm scared. He worked at a... Uh, oh, you know this dude like this. He come by here. Can you do this for me? Can you do this? Just get me a tire. Everywhere. And he ain't just coughing and shit. I said, man, you got to cover your mouth, man. You work at some... Old people that I thought I was just... No, motherfucker. I can't take that risk. I see the phlegm coming out of your mouth, and you cough it. Cover your mouth, grown man. Shit. <laughs> Come on, now. Well, you know what I mean? I hope he was able to receive that. Yes. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He, you know, I ain't talked to him no more. It was a big whoop to do over it, you know. I think I'm this. I think I'm that. No, I'm going to kill your ass. No, you're not going to sit here. And keep on coughing. We can see the particles and the slime coming out your mouth, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you shouldn't have to tell a man, uh, don't slam my car door. Don't do this. Don't do that. I don't like to do that shit. That's, you know, that's like a controlling bully. But, motherfucker, you don't, you're going to have to slam that like that. Uh, you can cover your mouth. Man, come on, man. I done told you three times to cover your fucking mouth. <laughs> when you tell you me to cover my mouth. That. When you tell Not me that. you, Lather. I know, I'm just messing with Wait. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> oh, I just walked in. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. I'm, give me your you heart. Damn lie. If you can, if you, if you, if you're a damn lie, if you can't smell your, your breath, your mouth, it sits right up under your nose, motherfucker. You just don't care. You're nasty. So, so look at so, so you Fred, Fred. All but maybe they had garlic. Fred, Fred, hold up. Fred, no, it wasn't you talking about people Brett, right? Hold up, no. Fred. Fred, you talk about people Brett, right? And did you get mad when Jay King said keep your big hands out of his bag? Come on, man. You don't want your big, nasty hands in his bag. My hand ain't nasty. He just got, he got his, his hands. His hands are yellow and white. No, oh my God, shit. he My black ass hands. He look at my big old nigger black hand going. Oh in God, here we go. That's big and it's black. That motherfucker got some nice little, nice little clean little yellow hands, you know. Little prince looking nigger. Oh my God. You say you got some Dolly Parton hands? Yeah. You trying to say? 
highfalutin hands. Yeah, you know, I always fuck with him about that. Oh, highfalutin, you, you know, you. oh, your wallet's better than mine. Oh, I don't do this, and I don't do those kind of girls and all that old bullshit. Well, nigga, don't come get on, mad dog. at me. That nigga, don't get mad at me because I, uh, I got a YSL wallet, nigga. Don't get mad about it. Go get you one. Oh, yeah. Hey, Fred, 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 King is like, Jay King is like Eddie Murphy on Boomerang. When he, after he had sex with the girl, he's going to tell oh, no, she got to go. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, Prince, oh, Prince, oh, that other motherfucker, you know, and then he step out and he, you know, he can wear anything, you know, you get, you, big motherfucker like you and I, we got to shop around, this motherfucker go straight to the mall and go in there and get him little outfits and be stopped, look. The silk shit, and you know it'd be hard to find something for my big ass. I'm like, what's this? Yeah, yeah, Fred. Look, we, we can't get the tally so shoes. It's, so it's my fault. We 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 Yes, So then the motherfucker went bought some material. We but we went bought some material to make me some outfits, you know, so where I could feel like hammer. You know, that's when everybody was wearing their hammer outfits and shit. We went and got the material and got all the shit together for my uniform because I was going to get me one of them uh, jackets that look like, uh, you know, in the Wild Wild West, that little dude with that little coat. Oh, you know yeah, little, uh, a duster, like a cowboy, yeah. long, the long coat. Who would be? 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 Yeah, who would be? Trenchcoat. Yeah. We got to get a hat. You got to get a hat if yeah, you want to wear that. Yeah, I'm rolling with the hey, pants, dog. Poo. Okay, I'm right now. <laughs> snitchy poo. <laughs> yes. Snitchy poo. Hey, snitchy poo, can you hear me? Yes, I can, King Marcus. Yes. Oh, okay, I'm going to let you uh, say good morning. My son is awake. I'm going to let you say good morning to him. Oh, wonderful. Good morning, King Marcus. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm well. Glad to hear your voice. And just awesome to hear about all the wonderful things you are doing. Do you know how many people just appreciate you getting up every day doing what you do? Yeah. You're welcome. And you're going to high school. How do you feel about being a freshman at high school? You good. You feel all right about it? Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I can't. You I can't wait to talk to you about daddy, college. Your daddy, done, your daddy done made you famous. You are yes, famous. You got an awesome dad. <laughs> yes, you do. You got an awesome dad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you keep up the good work, son. Yes. We are behind you. We all pulling for you. We are all pulling for you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna need you to show me some of those those fancy tricks I saw you doing in the video. You know, they you know, you never it's never too late to learn. So I, I wanna learn how you do some of those things that you oh, do with the skateboard. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I, I I think I can learn. I think I can learn a few things. Huff I'm gonna need you to show really me. Fell down and broke his age. He really did. Wow. Well that would be um <laughs> King Marcus. Consider yourself surrounded by uncles, and I'm your auntie. <laughs> but I'm just saying, sometimes you're going to hear some things, and you might hear me say some things, but don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry. You're going to hear a word called deductions. 
That's what you can say to somebody when they out of Marcus, pocket. You know what I'm saying? Just big, guys, big guys don't get on three boards. Me and Big Fred would never be asking you to do any tricks or teach you any tricks because, number one, it's not a board big enough. You know, we understand gravity. Gravity is not our friend. It's not. So we're trying to teach other Practice. people who don't have sense that gravity is not their friend. Like older people. Now, people over 40 should be having a little less understanding if they got some kind of experience. Mitchie has no experience. <laughs> Nicole has no experience. And she's over 40. <laughs> wow. So we should see that. She's pushing 60. She's pushing 60. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm it's sorry. Never it's, 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 it's never too late. It's never too late. I know damn well I ain't got no business on no skates. Well, well, King Marcus is on the skateboard, so we have a little bit more of a, a base no to food. balance I have, on. I, I really don't. I don't. Even, I really don't have no business even driving a car. Yeah. <laughs> anything well, with wheels under it. Anything with wheels under it. And you know, you you when you get to be our age, we gotta we depend on you guys to open the doors for us and look out for us and just say yes, ma'am and no, ma'am and. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm afraid what you say. Did you forget your team? And when you see aunties and they're wearing too tight stuff, you say, auntie, don't do that to yourself. Oh, mama, come on. <laughs> well, this is true. There's always don't yeah, just sit on the couch. You can don't, let just, don't, don't just sit on the couch when you see your dad and your you brush them off. You know they're gonna have lint and stuff in their hair and. Uh, uh, not matching, you know. You gotta, you just bring it to their attention because we be thinking we shop. Okay, this is true. And here come your other uncle, six eyes. Hold on, here he comes. Oh Lord. Well, welcome, 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 uh, Uncle Six Eyes. Your nephew King Marcus is on the phone, and he is now a high schooler. Congratulate him. Uh, yeah. Yes. What's up, Low King? How you doing, brother? Good. How are you? I'm great, man. Skateboarder extraordinaire. How you doing? Pretty good. All right. Are you ready for an interview on the Six Eyes Radio Network? Are you ready? Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what. So how's your schedule for, let me see. Um, let me see. Well, give, give us a test how today. Say it again? Give us a test today. Give him a dry run today. Who is this? Uh, this is Fred? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, please. Okay. All right. Hold up for one minute. Stop. Got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. Okay. Hold up for one minute because I, I had Daphne found me. Hold up for one minute, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so, so King, King Marcus, what are you thinking about for your style for high school? How, well, you going you going school shopping? Um, uh, Dad tells us today. So, what are you thinking about? You think anything in particular you hoping to find today when you go out? Um, no, not really. Probably just trying to get some, some black cat, some okay. black cat, some black cat, and some. Uh, my grandson wants some. Uh, what do you say? Some black cats and. Uh, he said he wants something else. I don't know what it was. Oh, some dogs. What the hell? What's a dog, son? Yeah, I don't know. What was it? They tennis shoes. Don't. Oh, okay. They're like, they're like Jordan 1s. Oh. oh. But they cost about 
two or three hundred dollars I do because I ordered something offline, but they never came. So I better go to the store. Huh? What store would you recommend, son? Um, maybe I don't. I'm not sure. I get them from my sponsor. Okay. Oh, okay. Good, good. All right, I'm the ready. Black cat, the black cats are like $500. Oh, no, he's not getting those, son. <laughs> he won't be getting those. <laughs> he won't be what? getting those. That'll go to the college fund. <laughs> no, you, you need to go to Something your neighborhood the booster. Go to your neighborhood booster or ARCO, AMPM, and find <laughs> out where can you get it at a discount. That's your uncle Yusef talking about going to the booster. We're very creative. We're we're very creative. We're very. Creative. You got to be creative nowadays. Okay, let me let me, let me get this let me get this interview kicked off right, um, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Six Eyes Radio uh, Network. Um, I'm here filling in on the J King Network. Uh, we have the skateboard extraordinaire Marcus uh, here with us. How you doing, sir? Good afternoon. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I I am blessed. I'm blessed. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to. Uh, Come, come, uh, be interviewed. Um, first off, um, what inspired you? Who inspired you to uh, become a skateboarder? Uh, my babysitters when I when I was younger, they were skateboarders. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Can you remember the first your uh, first starter board? Do you remember what it was? Um, I think it was a creature skateboard. Okay, now can you describe that? Is that that's like an entry level? Can you kind of describe that, and then take us up to, up to your uh, most board you have now? Um, a creature board is good. it's like a normal board. You could just go get it. You could go find it at a skate shop. Um, I ride pizza skateboards now. They sponsor me. Wow. And it's great. So you got sponsorship at 14. You got sponsorship. Yep. All right. Now, have you have you thought this far to come out with your own board, your your own line? Have you have you thought about that yet? Um, no. Okay. These that's are the a kind great of idea. Yeah. So that's a that's a great idea. So these are the kind of questions that Six Eyes asks. And um, there you go. So. These are the only questions you ask, Six Eyes. You don't, he's the only one you Uncle you said. Uncle you said. Uncle you We have our nephew, King Marcus, on the line today. Is there Marcus, any, is you're the only way one he ever interviewed in six interview. years. Thank you, sir. You've been very rude right now. You have to run into Marcus. You know, just ignore that, okay? So the question was, so you have not thought about your own board yet. But that's something to think about because whereas you were inspired by somebody, some 14-year-old, you have inspired them, inspired them. So we'll talk later on after I don't have the peasants on the phone. Uh, uh, we'll talk okay. later on. What a terrible interviewer. Another terrible interviewer. Uncle, you said. We'll we have our nephew. Our nephew. Our future, our future is with us today, King Marcus. And you know it's it's always yeah, wonderful when you can be so, with your elders, Marcus. Marcus so what what I'm going to do we're going we're going to cut this short, but that's kind of the question that I'll be asking you on the Six Eyes Radio Network, and I won't have these peasants around. Um, <laughs> <and> we'll <go. laughs> 
Uncle Six Eyes. I, I don't think we have if any interviews. If you won't have us around, us. he'll have nobody to hear his interview. Because if you interview him, nobody will listen. <laughs> do you think and you can do like, better? I would, I, would, I, would like, I would like to purchase one of his boards uh, autographed, uh, one of his old boards that's out of commission, and that will be a good conversation piece when I go to, to the school. At, I work at an elementary school, uh, young guys, and they, they're lost for things to do. And that would be a great conversation piece, and I would like to present one, you know, in the near future. One of your boys. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a great idea, Fred. That, that's a great idea. But, but all jokes aside, uh, Marcus, um, I will be interviewing you um, uh, real soon here. I, I um, Unfortunately, my aunt passed. So I can't do it this Saturday coming up, but um, I'll, I'll definitely be in touch with you and, and see when we can uh, schedule for you to be interviewed. Okay. Right, and we'll, we'll go from there. But, you know. And, Marcus, don't go and tell people you just did an interview for Six Eyes. They'll never know where to find the interview at if they go search <laughs> Uncle for it. Yusef. Just keep it on J.K. Network. Don't know soon enough, Uncle Yusef. Network. You got haters. You, get, you just you probably can't even spell skateboard. Oh, we'll see now. So the things you have to, you is know, Reese on the line? Is that Reese? Did I hear Reese? Did I no, hear no. Reese on the line? No. Was that Reese? <laughs> Well, we haven't seen our brother Reese, Uncle Reese, in a few days. We haven't. Yeah, so it seems like we got another guy that's going to uh, push mm-hmm. down and call mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. group. <laughs> so how will we get the old board? How will we get the old board to you? Because he has old boards that he he's no longer using that he could sign it and and we can get it to you. How will we go about to get it to you? So uh, I would I would give you my address and um, let's do this. I could te- I could my... text it to him. I could I could text it to him. I don't know if you want to give but, it out over the air. Air. I want to send. I don't give. Come on, see me. I don't care about that kind of stuff. I don't do anything illegal. But I would like to send like two hundred dollars to get this thing going, and if we could get a get an autographed, and we would donate the board, or either I would take the board. But you would get the funding. So let's so, let's, let's get Jay involved in this. Thank you, you know, have my cash app. I got your cash app too, I think. Yes, you do. You you donate it. Yes. Dollar sign. Yes. Uh, capital M for Marcus, and then capital A for Atwood. Two T's in Atwood. Two T's. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Now, who is that? You know. That's our brother Marcus. That's that's um that's King Marcus. That, well, I'm just, that's not Marcus. I was just that's, talking that's to Marcus. That's that's his, that's your brother. That's his father. Oh, oh, that's, hey, that's Marcus uh, Senior. Okay. 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 So Senior is on the phone. Okay. Yeah, you're okay. right. That was that was that was um um little Marcus. Yeah. yeah. You know, his dad back on the line now. Hey, Dad. What I want yeah. is maybe sniffing point somebody to come up with some type of uh, something that's telling your accomplishments and the board, and I would present it to my school as a donation after we get y'all all y'all funding off of it. But I'll pay for the board and all, you know. And uh, I think that'll be a good thing. That'll be a good conversation piece during. Um, 
career week, motivational week. I'll let the professionals at the school figure out how they're going to uh, present okay. this thing. So what but I'll I do, really, yeah, what I'll do, yeah. Here's uh, Sinji Boo. Hey Sinji I just mm-hmm. text you over. I just text you over my address to give to him. And it yep, has my I telephone number. And it has my telephone number in there too. Yep. All right, I'm gonna send it to him right now. No, Sinji Boo. What Sinji Boo? Now you know yes. I'm only seeing that, right? Okay, so I'm gonna uh, send Jay the two hundred and fifty dollars. You take all the information down, and just uh, uh, get you know you do the you do the uh, work for me, you know, because I don't want to get nothing lost or I'll okay. uh, backwardsly. And dyslexia really, really, really runs with me, y'all. No shit. Well, thank you for uh, for trusting us to know that. Kim, right. I'm sorry if I made it this far with a driver's license and a homeowner and a whole bunch of money. Shit, I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> and nor should you. It's, it's totally fine. Awesome. We love you as oh, is. Little wee wee, I've been called fat. Oh. I've been called. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, well. Down. I'll send the money today to you, uh, today, and y'all, y'all make this happen for this young man. I want to be a part of it. Come on now. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Send me yeah, what information, since you pull, you write it up. What information you want, we'll uh, text it over to you, and then uh, yeah, so we'll uh, I'm send the board in the conflict. So you got a whole board. Yeah, a, a, a pretty board to present to the kids at school, the school district. I'm gonna make this nice for y'all, man. Hey, I, I uh, think he, I I'll think he got it. I think he got it for the I'll eighth take, time. I'll take a you picture want one of these boards at the time to the board. school. Right, I think he got it. We all got it. So okay, that way, smart. yeah, that's a that's a good idea. That's a that's a good idea. But I I think it's very. Uh, special, 14 years old, you know, he could be doing a lot of things, and, but he's, you know, working. For, he's got his career at 14. Yeah. Where, is, uh, a lot. where is the school located at? It's, it's here in Texas, man. It's uh, in Colleen, Texas, Fort It's a lot of military. I think for military kids uh, traveling okay. around the world with their parents trying to make a living. It's a predominantly uh, uh, biracial school. Um, my, my school, uh, my, my, my administration is young black youth, and we're, we need doctors, here's, lawyers, and parties. Go ahead. Here's, a, here's, a, uh, here's what I can do as well. Um, send over your email address, and I can send okay. over... I can send over this bio. It's a, a two-minute bio interview of my son, and it tells all his accomplishments. It tells where he's been. It speaks about him being an honor roll student and uh, received awards for his academics, and it's like a two-minute video. And in some way, you can show it on a projector or whatnot, and then that, right. that way – 
They make it it makes it more real for the students to see it. Gotcha. Because it's, it's actually okay, out on that. it's actually out on YouTube as well. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I, that's what you sent me then, right, brother? That's what I have, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you so you can send that to him, and it's him talking. It's a full interview. It's like two minutes long, and it it, it just gives the overall of where he's been and what he's done so far on the way as we continue to uh, compete and, and grow. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yep, I can do that. Um, King Fred, I just sent you um, the address and phone number, but let me go get the um, link. I have to go in our um, Brother Marcus's um, inbox to go get it so I can text it to you. Well, I mean, I could email it. Um, if you want, if you want that, it's the same whether you, uh, you whether you email it or text it. You know, I mean, he still can have the link. Right. 200, is is two hundred enough? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, make that's it a million. That's, I mean, that's what's out there? Make it a million. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and send that to Joe right now. Mr. Pooh, y'all get this together for me, please. I appreciate it. No, no, no. Send it to Marcus. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it a million. Uh, so I can't I can definitely can't send a million to the uh, cash app. So uh, we're going to do this thing big. If we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it all the way. We started off just to see if we're gonna do a test two hundred. Test two hundred. Don't send it to Jay. I'll hold back. I'll hold back. So so King Marcus, the reason why he's gonna send it um, to King is because he he don't want to mess up the two T's in Atwood and send the 200 to the wrong place. So since um, uh, he and King, you know, he, 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 he has his, um, like he knows what that is. It's just easier for him. And we all know if you're in agreement, King will send it to you. He just don't want to mess up the two T's in um, Atwood. I think our brother Dre, um, King Dre did that too. He sent it to uh, Marcus Atwood one T. When he was trying to bless you, he blessed Marcus Atwood with one T. And then he, he he blessed you still, but yeah, he doesn't want to. He want to. He want to make sure the two hundred get to you for certain. That that's what that's about. Uh, Are you you okay with that? Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's Jake. Oh, hold on, looks like I got the wrong pin. It's all right. Calm down, Fred. It's all right. Take your time, bro. Yeah, you go ahead and do this because, you know, it'll get away from me. It's getting close to Friday. Right. And, and where where is um, Ali? Is he here? He, he Well, he is, but I'm not certain where he is right right now. But he didn't say goodbye, so I'm thinking What about right. Chucky? What, what about Chucky? Is he around? Uh, yeah, scissors, scissors is here, yes. Up, he said Chucky? he said I don't have the skills to, I'm too old to get on a skateboard. Yeah, he in here. <laughs> See, there he go. Right, what's up, Chuck? Everything good, can it work? All right. Okay. All right, well, so, uh Snicker Poop? Yes. You just gotta uh get on Jay about it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's working on it. <laughs> he's working on it. King Charles. Nick a poo. 
I like that name, Snickerpoo. Snickerpoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I text I text um, King also. Um, we just let in, y'all y'all have all that kind of stuff. I can't, you know, I'm, you know, you know, shit. Because he's around here too somewhere because he has to say goodbye. So, but he might not. He, he must not be close by. So, yeah, as long as he's uh, lathering his body down real good, where he don't, it's good. Well, we still have our nephew with us. Um, so I'm certain that he, he so, I'm certain he has all that in order. That is <laughs> yep. So that yes. that two hundred dollars came from who? So that 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 came from um, your brother, our brother Fred Crossley. And um, you, he's in. He's already in your. He's he, well. He's in your cash app from a few weeks ago. Um, when you come, when you come. Oh, uh, okay. well, all he had to do, if that's the case, all he had to do was request the two hundred dollars from him, and and there you go. Well, this is true. Um, that that was definitely um, a good idea that we didn't think of in time. I guess you know. What? Here. You want to do absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, thank you so much. Would, would you say King Fred? So, uh, if, but but King Marcus is C. Correct me if I'm wrong. C R O S S L E Y. If he's in his thing already, is there? Yeah. Okay. I just so, got it. From, I just got it out of my cash app. So, so to you, King Trouble, I don't know how I set up in this cash app, but what I heard was what he said. He didn't want to make a mistake and send it to Marcus Atwood. We've already blessed Marcus, ma'am, and God bless Marcus Atwood's one T. This, yes. this is why I said, this is why I said, if him and, yes. and already exchanged money, yes. then Marcus has his information right there. So all Marcus has to do is send a request for $200, and there it is. Well, because I'll change the middleman. Well, this well, well, we've involved him now, but yes, you are correct. We didn't think of that in time, and now we have that for the next time. I'll keep, I'll, re, I'll remember that because that was a great idea that you didn't come to mind. Later on, we have dinner. <laughs> okay then. Well, thank you. What, what, what's being served? What's being served for dinner? Just no, we're, we're having. Uh, what we're now? having. Uh, Having brontosaurus burgers with fries. Oh, well, that's unique. Sounds exotic. Yeah. All right. Brontosaurus burgers. Yeah. Brontosaurus burgers. Yeah, that's one of my that's, favorite cartoons. That's that's the biggest the whole car. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I want to make sure she's full. Here goes something facetious again. Here I go. You know my name is Fred, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you never know what troubles. You never know. So you should you should question. You should seek clarification. Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. So I already know it. So that's why I send the text to $10. You know, uh, I lost my job one time, and I didn't tell nobody. And I used to go to the I get up every day, make my lunch, and go sit in the park until one day uh, my wife. I don't know. If, I don't know how old told her that I, I ain't had no job, and I think I was borrowing money from Jay or one of my other two friends that I got. 
just whereas I didn't want to hear the bullshit, I got laid off. But one day they, they brought me home from work. I got into it about this restroom shit. We up in Northern California, up in San Ramon at the laborers camp. Uh, they were doing the best of training and has whopper training for the refinery. You get this, this car, you can work in the refinery, you can make $100,000 a year. So mm-hmm. they had this girl up there, She, you know, white, green, purple, or what have you. But she just happened to be white. She comes in, she gets this poor bed. But we only got one shower for men. So I went in and care my business. We're rotating. Come here. Can I finish? So uh, we rotate in the shower, and she's last. So when I come out, I'm all dressed up. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. Still mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. And when I walk out, in your bio, when I walk out, oh. all right now, um, all right now, this, hey, what? Oh, I think, I think, I think you know, we can do a lot of things together. We can sing together, but we can't oh, talk together <laughs> at the same time. I think he's speaking to someone. Someone must have walked up while while he was listening. Okay. I don't think he's talking. Okay. Speaking, so, uh, let me let me let me let me stay on point. So anyway, when I walked out, this other brother in there, I said, "Yo, man, she raised for me." He said, "I'm decent." So I look around. You know, I ain't gonna look him all in his eye and down around his booty and shit. So I walk out and I say, uh, "He said decent," and I walked out. And she went in there, and she came out. Oh, oh, you motherfucking nigger, you bastard. You motherfucking She was giving me the business, boy. She was giving it to me, man. She was giving it to me. Man, this is like the second day before we get the, 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 the certification, and I go home. Man, I couldn't bite my tongue. I say, listen here, let me tell you, mother. I, 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 I just went all the way there. I'm not going to let y'all know I know how to go there, but they said that I had to leave of a pending investigation. So they brought me home in a white van, and I'll never forget it. It was a sunny, sunny fucking day, man. And my wife was getting ready for dinner, and uh, she said, what happened? What are you doing home so early? Birds chirping and shit. And I had to tell her that what I did. Because I cussed her out and I told her, I said, I don't let nobody talk to me that way. I don't know who you used to talk to. And uh, they said that they had to make a decision. And the decision uh, would be for me to go home. And this would be between the brothers, the brotherhood. And if I would have known then, I would have fought it, but I didn't think that I had a leg to stand on. But that was fucked up, man. But I always. I overcame it, in other words. I overcame it because I continued to work and it did make $100,000, but I wasn't in the refinery. So it saved my life because all the brothers that I was in the refinery back in the day, that plastic soap and you touch your penis with and the, the chemicals, they are all dated, every last one of them. Hmm. From working wow. in that damn refinery, man. So when I when I was listening to that Jay's story with his father and the COPD, I mean, the, you know, there was so many chemicals back then, man, lead paint. Your parents would bring home. They would tape your muffler up. We're like, if you're talking, they'd take a piece of, of asbestos 
asbestos and wrap it around. Man, I'm under there holding the light, breathing asbestos all these years, man. There ain't no telling what the fuck I got, kid. But I'm blessed. We are blessed. That's for certain. I think we all don't breathe a little asbestos, though. I mean, I'm just saying. And they some little things, too. You know, when you be chipping at it at the, at the front door of your house and there's a kid playing marbles and rolling around, that, 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 that. What are you doing? Thank you, King Fred. What did you, what was your question? You... No, I'm looking for trumpet. Oh, well, he's in there. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, and y'all have a nephew too. Yes, we do. Anybody I consider a brother has a nephew by the name of Trumpet. <laughs> oh. Has he come to meet you yet, Troubles? Did he come did he come say hello to you yet? How are you gonna have something named a trumpet and you nothing but a simple bugle yourself? There we go. Third hour of power. (laughs) So so here's the thing. Uh, For the third hour of power, everyone gets it here. It's true. Um, On the third hour of power. Um, So I would say to you, Yusef, I hope you're having a great day. Um, I will be calling you later on tonight um, where I can let it fly. Right now I'm not going to let it fly because we have skateboard extraordinaire on the line, but if, if he if he goes outside and leaves this call, you'll get it. You'll get it now, and you'll get it later. Get it now and later, you know. So, so there it is. Marcus, Marcus, we done now, Marcus. We going we gonna we gonna let these new grown men talk. I want to hear You gone, yeah. Marcus? I so think Marcus gone. If he goes I'm to the okay. park, I'm still still here. Well, well, King Marcus, where, where's our where's our nephew Marcus? Is he nearby? Because you know this is the third hour of power, uh, and he, we don't want to. He, he, he went downstairs to eat breakfast. Oh well. <laughs> the next time, he, so he's out there eating breakfast. All the voices, all the voices, all the voices at one time. He was like, "What is this?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't blame him. It's, it's, it's because of that idiot Yousef, this dumb motherfucker right here, you, you know. Well, now. Yeah, because of him. And this is why if you see that number on the board, don't open his fucking mic when I'm interviewing Marcus. Don't open that motherfucker's mic at all. <laughs> well, noted. He's a peasant. He's a peasant. No. Now, see, now that you said, you said, 
with a full swipe, you slapped everybody with peasant. <laughs> Nephew don't need to be feeling like folks is peasants. <laughs> I don't know what to say to y'all. It's the king's world. My goodness. Well, I, My well, goodness. Mainly, peasant. <laughs> mainly you, Seth. Mainly you, Seth. Now, <laughs> the other one. What was it? What did what did it, uh, what did Johnny Crockett said? If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. So if, if it didn't fit, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, okay then. You know. But but Yousef knows. I was looking I mean, for my ten cup. I have I have to give. You'd be better off to put this probably for you because you blowing your bugle means nothing to me. So, so, like I said, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk later on. To, later on this evening, don't worry about it. What's wrong with talking now? The youngsters. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I want. I want everything. I want everything. Oh, show me what you're working with. Show me what you're working with. Oh, he has nothing. Come on, man. Get that he ass. Don't, he man. don't know how to blow his horn. He don't know how to blow. So, so right now, I'm getting my coffee warm up. Felipe, coffee. Thank you. He gave uh, all so his testosterone to Snitchy Poo. You know, Snitchy Poo stole all his testosterone. He don't even know how to blow up you. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. Oh, wow. my gosh. Well, you know what? Since we're talking about what we don't know what to do, how about this, Troubles? If you do call Plankton, when you do call Plankton, you already know you need to get a phone call back from the last time. Let me tell you this. You're not the only one. On yesterday, I learned that wow. Cuddles, reported he not getting a phone call back either from Plankton. Well, so just so you so, know, this is a thing. So, yeah. No, so he no. The thing of it is, so he, couldn't be, he couldn't be, he couldn't, he's not a real J. King Network motherfucker then. He couldn't even so get on a motorcycle and get on a boat with us then. If you a brother, hmm. we supposed to be able to touch you. It's, it's rude to this shit, Okay. Now, motherfucker, takeover, you don't know what you need. I ain't got to say nothing. Takeover, Fred. Man, that's all book-ass shit, man. We need to go see that nigga, man. I mean, he could have been really needing you for somebody to come to, a ride, $2, whatever the fuck. Somebody could have been whooping his ass. Shit, what kind of fucking book are you? That's what I'm talking about, Fred. That's what I'm talking about. Get right, Plankton. Get right. (laughs) Get his ass. That's what I'm talking about. And, and and that's from Texas. That's well, Fred is, right ne- Fred, that's Fred is a neophyte. He don't know. He's a neophyte. He don't know. He don't know what's really going on. <laughs> well, we we know we know this. We know this. Let you not answer that phone today. Well, right. you know when you call me, you always have her with you. When I don't need her with you to talk to her. That's not true. That's not she true calls because me he's without, called you. She calls I didn't even know he had called you. She calls me without, she won't let you know that her and I conversate <laughs> without you. Matter of well, fact, her and I had incorrect. our best conversation. You're incorrect. Her and I had our best conversation without you, six eyes, because don't you have no testosterone. Don't you you have no testosterone. And she just doesn't want to be with a pussy cat anymore. Wow, wow! Don't touch that Dixie cup. Wow. So you know, remember, remember happier times, Gil Scott Harum. Um, I, I told you about the the goddamn chimney uh, sweeping law. His name is not Gil Scott Harum. There's no M in Harum. It it's not Harum. It's Harum. Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> 
We almost lost Detroit, man. Think about go that. continue. Go continue to go continue to listen to to the album. All right, you need it. The whole album is the whole album is stellar. Whole album. You didn't know stellar. anything about it until I hipped you to it. Well, okay. Plank it sound like he on the bottle. Is that what it is? On a bottle. What bottle would I be on? I don't know, but it came out in the seventies. Are you talking about Ripple? Ripple? That too. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not yeah. a liquor consumer. No beer, nothing alcoholic at all. I very seldom drink even grape juice for my ferment in my stomach. Oh, yeah? Maybe. Okay. Well, okay then. So then, perhaps you're salty because you feel like you're having a winter in America right now, in the middle of summer. Well. Well, it seems like everybody so, America is having a winter in America in the middle of summer right now. What are you talking about? The weather patterns are all fucked up in America. Yeah, yeah. and your attitude is all messed up. So I'm just making a cross comparison. Did you, well, did you I didn't that? say messed up. I did said fucked up. You can't say fucked up. <laughs> are you too good? I can say it in my own way. I can say it in my own way. I can say it in my own way. I'm using my own words, you know, like you, like you, Plankton. I'm using my own words. Your own way is the reason. Your own words. See, I'm trying to help you out, Troubles, and this is how, okay, then. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, I mean, that is a good question. Can you say fucked up? That That is a good question. You know. You don't want me to say that. You see how easy it is I could come between both of y'all that simple? That's because you're a simple bugle. You're a bugle boy. That's what you are. And and you and and you and your and your your trumpet, your animal has more notes that it can play than you. You bugle boy. Wow. Wow. So that's what she so said. De- definitely. That's what she said that's when you she when said? she called. Yeah, she said that. So when I went on the phone, that's what she said? Well, that's what she said when she called this number. Wow. She called this number. I'm saying it right now, though. She actually tried to entice me to call her at midnight just two nights ago. (laughs) But I wouldn't fall for it. She thought I I was a drinker. (laughs) There's things you don't know about. There's things you don't know about. You know, 12 o'clock. Wow. Midnight. Wow. And that's when I put on... And that's when I put on Marvin Gaye's album, Rockin' After Midnight, right when she called. Why, why, would, why the fuck would you put on Marvin? Get that well, damn coffee. Hurry up. Get it over here right now. Hold yeah, on, you right go, back, go, 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 go put on Marvin Gaye, Rockin' After Midnight, and that's what her and I be doing. Get that coffee over here Rockin right now. No, nobody's playing that. No one's playing that. And, and who, who are you yelling about at about your coffee? Let me, let me get this coffee. Bring it over here, right? I'll be right back. Let me straighten this shit out. He's hey. just yelling because he don't know how to handle himself. You got him all twixed. <laughs> you cannot hold me accountable for troubles calling you a peasant, okay? Because you know I don't subscribe. <laughs> you don't subscribe to what? That fucked up language? Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there's other words before I get to peasant. 
I do have other words. <laughs> and you all don't well, need me cursing. Don't y'all. Work. y'all don't need me cursing. My words don't work. Well, they have an effect on you. How about that? <laughs> Would you like to explore that? And why are you over here talking about I'm, I am enticing you to talk at midnight? You see, you just... Because, because I, I, I can't name me. you trouble because I just named trouble. I'm trouble. like, why is so what am I going to do with you after after eleven thirty, right it's about so, the midnight approaching hour? Oh, now okay. Thank you for the adjustment. That sounds more correct than what you previously stated. Thank you for the adjustment. So there's hope for you still. That's why I don't want to give up before the miracle. Well, there it was no lie in it. I didn't lie. Oh well, you well originally. It was definitely an omission of the complete facts. Yeah, However, you text me at eleven thirty. You text me at eleven thirty. Why is she texting me at eleven thirty? Eleven thirty-three is not midnight. When I got my wife discussion. right here, when I got when I got my wife right here, and her and I could be doing things. I said six eyes <laughs> must not be handling his, his duties. Bless sister, sister. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not texting you at some godforsaken hour. She already knows. <laughs> However, you on here promoting well, the fact no that I did. There's no problem with it. There's no problem. No, no, no. There's a problem. There's a no, no, no. There's a problem. No, there's no problem with it because you do it. <laughs> she knows. She knows. She knows about women like you. <laughs> well, my goodness. That's something to say. You see, but a lot of women like you. Since I told me, since I told me, don't fall for the I have a lot of women. She knows I have a lot of women that's like you that do stuff like that. That's well, what women I'm do. certain that you do. I'm certain that you do. Yeah. That's why she could take ease in, in the fact that it's me. <laughs> However, I'm not going for the okie doke, but here's what I am going for. I can pass you a grievance form. It takes seven to, day, seven to ten business days for a response. Please well, fill it out completely like if you wish to get a full form. response. It seems, like he needs a, it seems like six eyes needs a grievance Everything. form. <laughs> I can slide in one too. You're correcting that observation. Yeah, he needs a grievance form. Seems like he's you not happy. They talk about the three way. <laughs> yeah, talking about when you when y'all want to have a three way, you get jealous of how I talk to her when all three of us are on the line. You oh can't handle God. it. <laughs> Yeah, Fred, these things you don't know, know, man, about these two. They come calling me. They come calling me, you know, after she can stole. Uh-oh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> this nigga wants to do just like uh, uh, they did Reese. Here we go. Go ahead. Yeah, what yep. The only difference yeah. is he, he is he is going to fabricate. You know, he's going to, how do you say, pad it and all that, 10 on the 2, type it. Yeah, go ahead, though. Please he continue for our entertainment. This is for entertainment. He tell the, he to tell the real shit. No, no, King Fred. I, I can only hope for such. But please continue, Plankton. Yeah. Well, Fred, I'll, 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 I'll hit it with this. Folklorist. You see how she can't, she, she act like she can't talk that way when I mentioned fuck. And I and I talk like that on the phone, and six eyes like what you talk like that. Let me hear See? you say that. Then you just hear six eyes. No such thing. No, no, no. What are you talking about? Six eyes <laughs> wanted to hear you say. Just forget to be wrong. I wanted to hear you say your ass off. 
See, I ain't. I've never heard. Well, right. See, this is see. You never, you never heard her like, say six sides. You never heard her say fuck. We're on Fantasy Island right now. <laughs> She's never said fuck. <laughs> well, this, say, fuck there are things blanket. you don't know fuck about Don't instigate. If I if I curse at y'all like that, I mean I'm upset to the point where I don't ran out of words. Y'all don't want that. Ooh. It's almost mm-hmm. like I gotta go get some KY jelly when I get to hear her talking like that. Seduction. See, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. We'll be right back on that goddamn note. Get that goddamn coffee over here right now. Let me, let me go on. That's right. <laughs> How get much that coffee are you drinking over there, Trouble? Did you just get your coffee? No, nah, that motherfucker's just like, going on mute. He got to get that jelly. She likes that kind of hey, lingo. Fred, you're not helping. You're not helping. <laughs> I was thinking everybody went over everybody's head, right? <laughs> oh, no. Not everyone. Especially not hers. She's listening to everybody's language right now. She's being put on blast. Well, we are all we are all together, aren't we? You're being put on blast. Ain't nobody worried about your Ben and Jerry's folklore is telling something to nothing. Ain't nobody worried about that. Ain't no one's worried about that. Okay? All right. Thank well, you for listening. He don't like hearing that kind of stuff. He want to hear you say fuck and shit. Goddamn asshole. Damn it. He wants to hear that kind of shit. You ain't gonna, he you want to hear that too short shit. Say, uh, yeah. And Fred, saying that bullshit. Fred, that bullshit. You know how you say that bullshit. Say, damn it. Say, cock a cock a cock a <laughs> well, I can I can do that one. <laughs> yeah, she that's how she talks. So I can I I it's not that I don't I'm I'm not familiar with swearing. I didn't I just choose not to. There's other words. I didn't come here to curse y'all out. That's why y'all don't Fred, get cursed Fred, out. When when you get to saying bullshit, that turns her on. Especially when you say I could tell how you when you say bullshit. So you like to hear you like to hear King Fred say it. So won't you go on to tell on yourself? How about that? Yeah, make it well, personal. That, 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 make it personal. To hear Fred because it's hilarious. You got, you I do personal. enjoy it. Fred, do you have children? <laughs> no, not in here. No shit, though. <laughs> yeah, you don't, uh, you don't have any children? None. Uh, I have a, uh, yes, I do have a son. He doesn't live with me. That's, Bring the grandkids over on the weekend, and uh, that's right, about me, it. Let me, let me let me let you let me let me hear you cut out. Um, I don't know. Somebody somebody Stitchy broke poo. a thing. How would you react? It's Stitchy poo. <laughs> yes, King Marcus. I would. I would. Uh, I, I, I gotta would, uh, jump off the line. Let me tell you what I, I gotta uh, get time. ready to go to this meeting. So. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, we love you. Thank you for being with us. Hope we see you tomorrow. Okay. Right, Marcus, tell, nephew, tell nephew we'll do better next time. Tell him we'll do better. We love him too. Okay. All right, God bless love you, God. Uh, I want a I want a spectacular presentation. Looking pool gonna put it together. It's gonna I want it. It's gonna be nice, man. I'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna put our people in contact with the administrative staff up there at their school. They got people in order. To, uh, to be to get this recognized hey, as an accomplishment, you, 
or or something that leads kids in the right direction, man. That's what it's about. You know, you you know what would be nice is if if we could come out there to Texas, if we could come out there and speak to the students, you know, and just share our story with how how this all even came about. That would be that would really right. be a blessing if we could. Yeah, uh, that would that would be nice. Uh, if we could put that well, together. That would be nice. Thank you. What I'll do is I'll 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 get the right folks in, involved in this. I'm I'm serious. Okay. I mean, I got some black folks that's up there that works with the parents, late the teachers, uh, parents lazy uh, lazy on or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, you know, it's a professional thing, and I'm sure that we could make something happen. And you know, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure because we got to do better. And uh, if I'm offer, uh, offering them this, and they, you know, I mean, it, it's just good to have the kids focused on something other than those computers and the, the nature of it and having, we could, we could run it into Nature Week where healthy living, where, you know, when they're teaching them about uh, conduct and morals and having goals. I don't know the right terminology, but I can, I, I think we can, with the, with my staff, yeah. your staff, and Nukumpool and Jay, I'm sure we can make something happen. That'll be fabulous. Yeah, because we the image of a black uh, skateboarder is positive right there. That's a positive. Right. Me, and, exactly. me and my me and my son have we've spoke at uh, schools out here too as well at uh, in Vallejo. Okay. Um, so oh, wow, right yeah, on. whatever what. It, Whatever we can do to 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 put it together, we we love to come out there and be able to you know sit and, and talk with the students and let okay. them see that okay. uh, anything is possible, you know. Okay. Well, you see how so the heights in Sacramento is, accept you. Mhm. Right. Del Paso Heights with open arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get on this ASAP, you know what I mean, because this is going to be like next week could be the first week back of school, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to mm-hmm. look at their curriculum and figure out what's going on as far as um, I think they're going to be testing or doing something that star testing shit, get mm-hmm. figuring out. But but the, but we can incorporate it in just getting them motivated, getting them moving, and then they got a garden club, athletic little club, and then they actually – are talking about college, but we could get it in the entrepreneurial uh, some some way that here in America you can be whatever you want to be. You don't have to just off. Uh, you, you know, we're not saying you don't have to join the army. You don't have to play football. But this is not something that this kid enjoyed. Do you do you have anything? But also, that you enjoy also, doing? also, it can we can show them like you know because they have a tunnel vision and they think. It's only one way to hustle, which is selling dope, selling drugs. That's not the only way to hustle. Right. It's 999 ways to hustle. You just have to be creative to figure out what you love and put that love with what you create, and boom, you can, you know what I'm saying? You can be your own boss. Right. You don't have to, you don't, it's, you don't be limited to, oh, I can only hustle by being on the corner with a gun in my waistband <laughs> and selling drugs. No, no, 
Because, see, my son has started hustling because of what? Because he sees what his dad does. He sees that his dad is legitimately hustling. He sees that his dad is not doing nothing that's going to put him in a position to be sitting in one of them 8 by 10 boxes. So, you know, it's, it's just all a matter of giving them something that they can see, that they can visually see, that they can, because we're creatures of visualization. So if I can see it. Exactly. I can achieve it. You know what I mean? You got some people that don't need to see it that can achieve it. You know what I'm saying? They just believe it. You feel me? But you got those that are by what they see. So give these youngsters a visualization of, you know, and you don't have to be like um, me. Empowering, where, empowering where, our black youth. Empowering our black youth. And we're speaking exactly. a language they, they understand. We can't talk. Like they want us to talk, so I don't know. Yeah, but I think the yeah we can. You know, like when you say hustle, see, it's a word. See, I have a, I have a, I have a ear. I came out of that lifestyle. I came out of that lifestyle. I've been right. in and out, in and out the prison system. So I speak in a language that youngsters can understand. They they gonna gravitate to the words that I speak because they gonna hear catch words and what I share. So they're going to gravitate to it. They're going to grab onto it. And we're like, okay, he been where I'm at. He done been where, you know what I'm saying, things that I see in my community, but he's doing something different. He's, he's going a different path. And you don't have to wait till you 40 years old, you know what I'm saying, going on 50 to make the change because you might not make it there. You might not make it there right. because it's, it's not a guarantee. So you want to start early. Start at my son's age. Now you have a now you have a reflection of a youngster, of a kid that's right there in the same kind of community you coming out of. You feel me? He see the same type of things on his doorstep, but he's making conscious choices to go the go the opposite direction from what he see and what his environment uh, defines him as what he should be. He's defying his odds by making better choices. 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 And that's a, that's that's one of the um, words that they use all and, day with the with the kiddos. And, kiddos and we have to your choices. Are you making we, good choices? We, Are you making good choices? We have to but the choices come from the mindsets and belief systems. So we have to address the the mindsets, the belief systems. Because that's where their choices is going to come out of, right there. Well, the, you know, yeah. for me, for me, and I appreciate that. I just want to elaborate. I talk too much, and I really should be listening to you because you're the founder and the, the brains of us all. Uh, but the leadership, the leadership. I'm sorry. I was apologizing for being rude. I lost my thought. Continue on, my brother. No, man, I mean, this could go all the way into my church. This could go all the way into my church, man, because we don't I mean, have I, a lot of other men. We don't have nothing, man, and I think this is going to be big. Come on, y'all. I mean, I can I can even, like, say you, you, you sat me in a pulpit, right? You sat me in a pulpit to speak. I can speak to where the congregation is going to understand because I'm biblically inclined. So I can speak scriptural and give my testimony to the fact that they're going to be like, whoa, 
This is a living example of the prodigal son. You see what I'm saying? So I can right. talk from a biblical. I can talk from a biblical uh, language that the congregation is going to understand. But the youth that's in the congregation, they're going to gravitate to it because it's going to be certain things that I say as well that they know that man. He came up through the church. He drifted from the church, but now he's back. You know what I'm saying? Within the the, the light of the church, you you see what I'm saying? So I can speak from yeah. many different angles to the to whatever crowd that I'm around. You're more, you're, you're innovative. You, you you become more innovative. You took the yeah. game. You 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 went into the world. Well, you took the game and you became innovative, and and the renewing of your mind. It's the renewing of the mind. Once your mind changes, exactly. you develop. You develop a way in which to make the youth find a different way and carve another path. You know, instead of going down the same road of the eighties. You got to remember, eighteen forty said the eighties is crazy, man. That's when the world went crazy, I, man. I even I even have I even have literature. I have books. I have a book that I can challenge these kids, even adults, to read. And this book is so phenomenal. It's an easy read. It's an easy read book, but it's so impactful that if they read this book and they take the suggestion that's at the bottom of each page, I guarantee you, their life will change. Life will change right in front of their very eyes. Really? I'm a living, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a living example of it. I'm a living example so of this book. book. Yeah. Hmm? The book is called the book is called the mentor, the kid, the CEO. Okay. The mentor, the kid, the CEO. Yep, the mentor, the kid, the CEO, Cinchy Poo. I'll uh, I'll take a picture of the cover and send it to you, Cinchy Poo. And it's man, that book, that book is fire, is fire. And so Cole yeah. is a youngster. A a youngster gave it to me in prison. A youngster. Okay. He gave it to me in prison because of the way that I was moving and what I was doing and what I was implementing while I was in prison. Because that was the practice ground for what was to come when I got out of prison. And so this youngster, he said, man, I think this book will be a great asset to you. And he gave me that book. And and that book was was a game changer. That book was a game changer. Send me a picture of it so I can see see if I I can find it. It's in my car. I keep it in my car because I'm I'm under the belief system. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So I never know what my life, may, my day may be like and who I may run into. So if I got my tools with me, I can, you know what I'm saying? If it's needed to show somebody this book, boom, here it is right here in my car. Right, that's a good idea. And I was going to also say, excuse me, Marcus, so if you, if you don't want to text um it, it, okay, like if you have a, a, a write up already, like something you're, you just want it, like you just want me to copy and I'll, and I'll work with that. I'll, I'll um, then text it to me. But if you have to text it out for me, 
um, you just as well go ahead and tell me, and I'll type it as you're talking. That way, you don't I mean, have to like do it twice. I mean, have you, do you have the do you have the GoFundMe? Do you have the GoFundMe? Uh, no, that J I don't think I. Um, no, I don't. Are you I on? Do. Are you are you on Instagram? No. Um, well, okay, so I am on Instagram, but I haven't been on Instagram in quite some time, so that's why okay. I missed that. Okay. But if so, you send so me look, the link, I'll go get so it. Look, yeah. So look, if you go if you go to my page and and go in the bio, if you go on my page, Marcus Christopher Atwood, if you go on my page and go in the bio, the link to the GoFundMe is there. So if you if you go to there. And you can get a, the write-up from that, and you can, if you want to write something a little different or whatnot, just based off of our conversation, what I've shared, you know what I'm saying, if you want to compare the two and write, you know what I'm saying, what you, what you feel, and then share it with me and see what I, see what I say, right. you can just Absolutely. do it like that. Because J. King wrote up something real good as well. That's, it's in it's in the uh, GoFundMe. Right, I'm going there now to go get it. And it's a picture of you and nephew standing together. Y'all got like a bluish kind of gray sweatsuits on alike, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, hang on. Let me, yeah. I'm gonna go jump in here. And um, Instagram always kind of throws me off the way it's organized. So let me see if I um, I want to find the bio. But I'll find it. I'm on here. I'll get it. And then um, if um, if King wrote it and you're good with that, we, we'll go. We can just go right there with with the, what he already wrote. Um, yeah. But let, let me. Just send me something to look at. Just to look at. Just look at. I'm not reading. I'm not presenting it to anyone. But just send me what you got right there. Okay. Uh, just to look what I'm working with. Okay. Also, I'm going to sit down with um, a couple of staffers tomorrow when I catch them just sitting around in the office. Maybe at that point you can, we can, I can just, I don't know, I guess what I'm asking you to do is have a conversation with some of the administration in the school and see what, what, how their schedule is throughout the uh, year, you know. Right. Uh, how their curriculum is, what day is our career day, and this is what we would like to present to them and uh, Brother Fred. So, uh, and they, I mean, I don't have to know. They know who I, who, who I am. You know who I am. Everybody knows who I am. Right. And well, I'm sure that this is for the community. I don't. I don't need to talk at this point. I don't think I need to let y'all do what y'all do. Well, definitely. Um, there's there's assemblies. You know that um, I'm certain the school has, like you say, like a hey. career day. They might even have a monthly assembly, and they, y'all have to compare hey. schedules when they could come out to um, Texas and get them well, on. Yeah, and get them on to the yes. Mm-hmm. I also I also have um, a Catholic a principal that works at a a Catholic school, she is now behind me, too, in putting together stuff for me to, uh, because she wants to get me out to schools to speak at schools and whatnot, too. So she could possibly network 
to that school in Texas to be able to uh, get it approved and get it passed uh, as far as uh, bringing me out there uh, to speak. Ah, got it. Okay. Well, whomever you wish um, for for me to um, share that information with, with the school, then I'll, that's what I'll do. Yes. And then at some point, though, you, you and um, – um, our brother Fred here need to think about when you, when your schedule will allow you to be in uh, Colleen, Texas, and then what? that way he can shoot for on, what's, what's available on the curriculum. Like, you know, like basically all just linking together and kind of, you know, figuring it out. And then I'm, I'm certain that they have, make, you know, full school uh, assembly. No. My, my they don't? No. I'll put you like this. I'm going to talk, let's, let's talk to the administration of a crew. They, 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 they look like you. They talk just like you. i put it to you like this. Uh, my, schedule yeah. is, my schedule is very open. So, you know what I mean? All you have to do is give me, like, throw me a couple dates. Throw me a couple, like, two dates, and I'll work around it. I'll, my schedule is open. So, okay. like, long as it's you know, not last minute and like maybe like a month yeah. out or whatnot. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Now, okay, so here, Fred, are, let me give you, you gonna have Fred, mm-hmm. I, I'm let listening. Me give you, let, let me give Fred these dates. These are our travel dates for our competitions that we got. We got three competitions remaining and these are our travel dates. So our travel date is the first one is September 6th to the 11th. All right. To uh, to New York, and then we have the um, the last date is the, is the return date. So we have after uh, that we have September 19th to the 24th which is Iowa. Yeah. And then the last one will be uh, Tampa Bay, which is September 7th to the 13th. All right. And you said that's in Tampa. Okay. So what I believe I heard you say, uh, King Marcus, is September 6th through September the 11th, you'll be in New York. From yep. September 7th um, until September 13th, you'll be in Tampa? No. September September 19th to the 24th, I'll be in Iowa. In Iowa, right. Um, then, so that last one, though, November, is it October November, 7th? No, November, got November it. November 7th, November 7th to the 13th. To 13th Mm-hmm. I'll be in Tampa, Tampa. Got it. November. I missed a month. Okay, got yeah. it. September September sixth through the uh September eleventh, New York, September nineteenth through September twenty fourth, Iowa, and November seventh to November thirteenth, Tampa. Yes. Got it. And you would like about at least at least a month's notice to come to Texas, um, if not more. Now, King Fred, I heard you mention um, your church. So, are you thinking about like you're trying to put something together for for um, 
for um, for them to be with you for the weekend so they can then come to your church as well, you know, everything in one weekend. They're going to be with you for nice. the weekend. It would be nice to be able to do it all in one weekend. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I could help you um, you know, change phone numbers and talk with others. Right. Right. I, I, that's what I'm needing, a voice, you know, because we got the same vision, and I think I know some like-minded people that, the teachers are overwhelmed, and they need some 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 people to come in there and get their attention. The teachers, they're there for a reason, and I think some of them, I know that they're there, and they want to spark the minds of these youth. So, I, I, I'm at an elementary. elementary. My, my daughter is elementary school. When I speak, I speak very transparently. Like So I speak about, you know, as a child experiencing sexual abuse, like I don't, I don't hold no punches. You feel me? I get, I get gritty. I get, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of kids, it's a lot of youth that's dealing with that, that's experiencing that, and they don't know how to deal with it. And it's a demon. It's a demon. To, to I know because I experienced it. I walked through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so right. that's why I come forward and I and I speak openly. You know, so that these youngsters know that you ain't gotta you ain't gotta walk this alone. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody that understands. Right. Absolutely right. Well, then, um, King Marcus, if if um, you're a supporter at the Catholic school, if you want to um, just you know you you know just have our information ready. But in the meantime, in between time, King Fred, if um, you could tell me who um, will be the main point of contact that you want me to call, um, but at the same time, who um, then at the church so that, you know, the whole thing could be maybe we could, you know, put the two together or at church maybe they could just make a special um, arrangement, you know, like a like a special, um, you know, speaking right. opportunity that kind of goes with that weekend that they would um, be with you there um, at the school and um, y'all can make a weekend of it, which would be which would be nice. Okay, um, I'll, I'll text you. Okay. I'll text you. I'll text you today. The uh, principal's uh, name and her and her phone number, so uh, you okay. can reach out to her as well. Okay. So, um, and what I would do after you and King Fred talk, if we're all in agreement, after you both like figure out roughly when this could happen, then um, if you're in agreement, we can then bring in, um, I don't know if, if, if she's a nun there at the school, but the teacher at the school, um, we could bring, you know, bring her in. And um, then that way I'd be able to give her information, which goes with your information, to whoever King Fred is putting me in contact with at the school and the church. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to put you directly in, in, in contact with the principal, which is the head, the head counselor at the school. And then okay. she'll delegate or either she'll figure it out where she wants to put this into her program if she wants to do it. If right. she wants to do it. Right. I'm so tough with the parents. I right. will go to the back end. And I, if we need to do this. It don't just have to be at my school. If she tells me no, I'll go to the black NAACP and tell them about what's going on. I'll, okay. I'll, I will stop this. I will stop this 
We don't just necessarily have to go to the school. We go to the boys' YMCA. I got I got work to do. I'm reinventing myself. I want to do this. So we we just we on the right we on the right we are on the right path right now. Yeah, bro. Hey Fred, and I yes, so far as like the church, right? So me growing up in the church, yeah. I was active. I wasn't just a church goer. You know what I'm saying? I was a church member. So when I say a church member, I had an active role in the church growing up. I was on the youth usher board. I was in the youth choir. I was in the youth department. I was chaplain in the youth department. I was president of the youth department. So I grew up an active member in church. So that just gives a person the idea of train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's not old, he shall not veer far from the from the path. That's Proverbs twenty two six. You you get what I'm saying? So right. I was I was brought up in it. So when I get in front of the church and speak, I'm gonna speak fluently to the point where they, they know, okay, he's from the fold. He's you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I had to I had to I had to lose myself to find myself. Right. Right. I will support y'all in 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 making sure everybody has everybody's contact information. I'll I'll, I'll be more than happy to do it. Yeah, I've got a lot of energy. I got responses that look like I'm on live, so I'm ready to get to work. Ready to get to work. That's beautiful. Like I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready to go back inside of the state prisons to speak to about 150 inmates uh, August 26th. August 26th. Oh, coming up. Okay. Have you uh, been up to Vallejo and Fairfield? Have you what? Have you uh, been out in the community in Vallejo and Fairfield? Have you uh, talked to Graham down there at, uh, in the crest down there? Uh, he's doing some things, giveaways, and got a little something at the center out there in the crest. Yeah, I just was with him. That's, I was just with him last Saturday at his backpack giveaway. Okay. And they have one up in Fairfield on the 17th of August as well. Uh, I think that's that real, real, uh, what's his name? He's been doing uh, some things about, up there. Uh, Bluford. you talking about Bluford. Yeah. 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 I will, August 17th, I won't be in town, though. I'll be out of town in Las Vegas celebrating my birthday. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to August. Happy birthday if I don't talk to you. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm familiar with uh, Real Fairfield. Mine yeah. say Real Vallejo. I got all huh? of them. I got, I uh, bought some, and then uh, I came out here. I didn't put his real emblem on there, you know, I don't disrespect him. So I got some hey. from that uh, Triple H. Hmm? Yeah, Triple H. Triple H is uh, uh, one of our sponsors uh, for Team Atwood Skateboarding. 
but um, oh. I'm 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 recalling recalling them from for a sponsorship because they're not holding up to to the end of it, you know. So, uh, oh. well, you know, who uh, you talking about the white one that on the face uh, Triple H? Yeah, pop. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, his daughter doing the shit. And uh, she kind of faulty, yeah. but I, I don't, you know, I. Yeah, but he got in her she, ass. I want, she thinks she, she thinks she thinks she's slick. She thinks she's slick. Exactly. And, you know what I'm saying? Like your fastest move is my slowest move, boo boo. She ain't she ain't stood she ain't stood up to nothing that she was supposed to do as far as with my son. You know what I'm saying? So her only her only thing, just like I asked her to advertise the GoFundMe, she never did it. You know what I'm saying? She's not advertising my son. Only thing that she will, how she will advertise is if I tag her. I shouldn't have to always be tagging you. You know what I'm saying? Her thing is, if she's not making some type of money out of it, she ain't she ain't putting no effort into it. And that's cool. That's cool. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to keep this thing pushing. Because it's, it's bigger than uh, your little store in Fairfield. You know what I mean? So you you keep that. You feel me? And when you see us later on down the line and we doing global type stuff, just remember you have the opportunity, but you have sideways uh, business dealings. I left $100 in there, man. I went in there, I went all the way down there to get the shirt. That's a real and shit. She sold, she sold, she sold me some other shit. And uh, told me she didn't get in contact with him. He told me that the shirt would be at the damn place. I came all the way from Texas, but and I came back with one of eight fucked up shirts. And then he just not got it to me, the shirt that I needed. Sent him another hundred dollars. Sent me three shirts, one for my wife, my uh, son, and me. By the time I got them, I had spent two hundred dollars on the shit here, but the quality was not. I mean, it was the same brand shirt. But the uh, the vinyl that yeah. they're using, it's cheap. Yeah. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I see. I don't. She don't. She don't make none of our products. She don't do none of our products. None of that. You know what I'm saying? And now nah, I'm cool. You feel me? But even even like one thing I learned since being in this and moving in the uh, clothing industry, one thing that I've learned is that. When people see you as competition, they won't support you. They won't support you. You know what I'm saying? They'll 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 right. shake your hand. They'll hug you. They'll speak speak good in front of you. But once you out of sight, they will not support you. They will not. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it right before my even even with that real Fairfield. You know what I'm saying? I know Larry Bluford. I know. Him. You know what I'm saying? And the cold right. thing about it is, see, I used to be in Facebook. I used to be in Facebook. I got off. I've been off of Facebook for three years. Larry Bluford, he got that real, real Fairfield from me. I was hashtagging real Vallejo, real Vallejo, real Vallejo, real Hillside, real uh, South Vallejo, real Hillcrest, real Country Club Crest, right? I I hashtagged that, right? So he took that in the way he made it different is he broke the real into an acronym. He just took the real and broke that into an acronym. But I'm like, it's good. You know what I'm saying? 
You feel me? But then, like, he took his idea far as uh, uh, he started to expand the real. He started putting the different streets and different sections of Fairfield, right? You got that from Vallejo Kid Clothing. Vallejo Kid Clothing did that. You know what I'm saying? So as you got the word right. authentic in your real, you're not actually authentic. You're taking other people's ideas and you're using it. You know what I'm saying? But it's good. I hope it gives you success because I, I just, I know what you really made of. You feel me? Like I went down there to a, uh, to a, um, they had a, a street fair. They had a street fair. It was full of vendors. 